Oh, you didn't know? It's me, it's me, it's that D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And you're listening on the SNS Radio Network. And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you. Suck it. Hey, this is Badass Billy Gunn. My name is Armando Alejandro Estrada. Hey, it's Rotor Animal. <laughs> what a rush. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. And you, well, you monkey, stay tuned or you will feel bang. I am the genius of the glory and renowned Lanny Thomas. What's up, all you stars and stars? This is Mariette. This is Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels, Mr. Hall of Fame, 2011, on SNS Radio Network. See ya! And I wouldn't want to be ya. world is listening. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. One, two, is this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the three-time, three-time, three-time wrestling radio show of the year, Wrestling News Live. With the bad boys of wrestling radio, the Trey Dog. Got his own microphone, Tony. Larry, Mike. And JJ. All caps. Sex A. Stay thirsty, my friends. And the winner of the People's Choice Award is... Wrestling News Live. Here are your hosts, the Trey Dog and JJ Sexay. Well, welcome to another edition of Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS. Radio Network, the first official show of the year, 2012. Happy New Year, everybody. I, of course, am Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ All Cap Sexay, and i got to be real honest with you all, I'm, I'm a little confused. I don't even know what to say at this point as far as what I just saw on Raw. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. A lot of things to cover tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, Brock Lesnar's shocking uh, retirement from UFC this Friday after he lost his bout with uh, Alistair Overeem. I actually watched that on pay-per-view, and uh, I, I was a bit surprised at how they came out. I knew that Overeem was going to beat him, but I didn't expect what happened next. We're going to talk about that, speculate on what Brock's next career move is. Some of the haters might have something interesting to say about Brock. We're going to be talking about the news of the week, sponsored, of course, by Wrestling-Online.com. We saw it tonight, the return of a familiar face in the WWE, and, well, I just don't know what else to say about it. 
But before we go into too much detail, uh, joining me, ladies and gentlemen, he is the host of Wrestling News Live and the founder, the Trey Dog, is in the house. Guess who's back? Second day of 2012. I'm a sore motherfucker. Heavy on the motherfucker and heavy on the sore. I'm not kidding you. I am about 70% healthy right now, but I'm here. We're going to do this thing. I have been so looking forward to tonight's Raw. To be just utterly disappointed. I, I I know that there are people out there that say, Oh, you gotta see the big picture and oh, they've got you stumped because you just don't know. Well, no, it's not that. It's not that I don't see the big picture and it's not that I just am you know, some corn fed idiot that doesn't get it. I'm just saying that one plus two doesn't equal four. And that you can't have promos professing that she is in charge and that she has said it's time to come back and she has said this and she has said that when there's no goddamn she. The only female connection that Jericho's ever had other than a goofy intercontinental title split with China was Stephanie. And we've had it forced down our throats that she's now married to Triple H with two or three fucking kids. You know? Shifty says she is us. Well, no, because I promise you I wasn't crying for Jericho to come back. I mean, I like the guy, but he's not going to change the world as I know it. Just like he didn't save my ass last time he came back. Well, you know, and the funny thing is the, the whole she thing, I mean... Uh, reading into things that we've talked about on this program, the whole she thing is supposedly CM Punk. You know, he's stealing the ideas from the notebook of Chris Jericho. You know, he's he's she's peering over into Chris's notebook of things to do, and he's hiding the notebook because he feels like he's been taken advantage of. That's that's been the whole anti the, uh, the the whole freaking I've lost my word. Thank you, and I can't even pronounce it. But yes. That's that's the whole purpose behind these promos is we're led to believe. Now, I got to be honest. When Chris Jericho left WCW in 1999, I was ecstatic. Before he left that program, before he left WCW, I would tune in to watch Thunder, typically to watch a Jericho match. And then or after watching, his match was watch done, Jericho Eddie. Yeah. After that, I was done watching Thunder. When Jericho made his debut on Raw, in 1999 as the Millennium Man during the Rocks promo. It was, and still is today, the single best introduction of a character on the WWE television. He had the best debut ever in a wrestling company. Now I think that he holds the record for best and worst debut of all time. Now, 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 now
I'm still not 100% sure that Jericho is he. Well, he arrived he tonight. Didn't, he the didn't say shit, though. He didn't say, I'm back. He didn't say anything but, yeah, baby, and yeah. That was all he said the but whole time. You're right. But at the same time, nobody else debuted tonight. I mean, it was. No, no, he they didn't debut. They didn't debut, but he might still be there. I don't know. I, they didn't. They didn't say he's coming down the ramp next. They just said he was here. I mean, you know, let's be honest for a second. We knew that when Jericho came out there, and he was doing the whole Y two J face pop, and yeah, sure, he didn't cut a promo. He was working the crowd, and he made the crowd look like idiots. I, you know, I, I just I sat there. Harmony was sitting right over here on the couch, and she was like, "We're both dumbfounded. We, we didn't know exactly what to think." You know, he's playing back and forth to the audience. Yeah, baby, that's all he said the whole fucking time. I was waiting for him to go, oh, wait a minute, I'm not coming back. I'm just here because Fozzie's in town, and I wanted to come out and get a cheap pop. And, you know, I mean, granted, most people will say, well, that was just him making the audience look stupid. Because, really, if Jericho's coming back, is he coming back as a face or a heel? I would think he'd be coming back as a heel if the initial goal is to put him in a program with Punk. So by coming out and doing that, maybe that's the, the game plan they have. But And those were very heelish, creepy promos. They weren't the promo to tease the, of a babyface return. Exactly, exactly. A baby, a baby face wouldn't be the end of the world as you know it. I just think it, it fell flat tonight. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a Jericho fan, but it, I, it was just weird. Tonight's show was just, in a nutshell, strange. Yeah, it was very creepy, strange, very weird. Um, you know, the whole Kane thing, and even Laurinaitis was weird tonight because when he was backstage and he was talking about, you know, tonight there's going to be a six man, and he said it's going to be between, you know, you and Kane and Mark Henry, and then he goes, and you, woo, 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 and he goes, that's me. He goes, yeah, that's you, Zack Ryder. And the big show, and John Cena. John Cena. Well, if we're That's gonna, how he said it. Exactly. If, if we're going to continue to talk about this, i got to set this up. We retired the old theme. Here's the new theme. And it, it's it's not over, you know, production. I haven't done a lot of production to it. Excuse me. I'm having problems talking tonight. you have to bear with me. But here's a new Raw theme. <laughs> with the guy that debuted in the electric jacket and worked the crowd. Oh, my God. No promo for you. You go down. That is totally going to be the new Raw theme from now on. We'll dress that up a little bit, yeah. We are going to dress it up. It's just Raw production. I didn't do anything to it. I just went and got the song tonight, and I'm like, God damn. Night Court. Let's saber. It's not Night Court. (laughs) It's totally not Night Court. It's close, though. you got to give him credit. That is a close, close. Okay, thing. okay. It's close, but not quite night court. Um, 
but you know, it was, there were just so many little weird little things that happened tonight. You know, and I was, and I got, I got a, a ton of things to ask. I almost would rather turn this into unplugged because I got so many fucking questions about video games right now. But I so wanted to stay on my Xbox, but I saw that it was, you know, three till eight, and I was like, oh, here comes Raw. I gotta watch. So I come into the other bedroom, I turn on the raw, and I'm like, okay, here we go. It was just weird. It was just little weird things that you kept thinking were going to turn into something that never led to anything. And now is, you know, Kane, Oscar the Grouch of the WWE world, or Hornswoggle now, he lives under the ring, and it's all full of flame and fire. Fucking jump out of the ring and lift up the apron, motherfucker. You gotta go down the hole. Very, it you was know? very, uh, very Undertaker esque with the whole Kane thing, you know, coming up from the bottom of the ring, doing what he did. Just, I don't know, man. The whole show tonight was just incredibly strange. Uh, you know, opening match I thought was good. Cody Rhodes, Daniel Bryan. I really, really like what they've done with Cody Rhodes. I mean, they have taken him from being a fucking lame ass jobber from uh, uh, what was the group he was in? Legacy. Um, Legacy. What was it? Legacy, yeah. Mm. They took him out of that, and he was shit forever. And then all of a sudden, they made him into somebody. Thank God. I mean, his music's great. His his entrance is great. He looks like he means business. You know, I, I really am impressed with what they've done with him so far. You know, I think there was a time, what, three, four years ago, when Cody Rhodes first debuted, and I thought, man, this guy looks like one of those regular, you know, create-a-wrestler guys from the smackdown versus raw franchise you know the default character and he's come such a long way in a short time and i think that right now cody rhodes is the best he's ever been i think that this gimmick that they've got for him completely works for him he's not doing the dashing cody rhodes thing anymore which is great and i i really think this is a guy who could be a world champion down the road you know i i I think he's got the pedigree for it you know well, I mean, I'm not going to get my cart before the horse, but he's doing a great job of where he's at right now, and the, and the company's doing a great job of booking him so far as well. Exactly. So, I mean, but that, that opening match I thought was really good. I like that Daniel Bryan got the win, you know, via basically a inside cradle, you know, proving that he doesn't have to use the LaBelle lock or any of his signature moves. He's a guy that can win, you know, by any hold. And I think that works, and this obviously will continue the feud between those two. And, you know, it keeps Brian looking fairly strong going into his match this Friday with the Big Show. Which I think we all know that by hook or by crook, he's going to uh, end up retaining. You know, I got to ban. Somehow. I got to ban a tard in the fucking chat. Hang on a second. Talk well, amongst yourself. I think already got to it. No, no. It looks like he's still there. Oh, anyway. Um, you just, you know, I stay here with the chat room tonight for the most part watching we're all with our illustrious panel of chatters that. Range from, you know, the smartest of marks to the, you know, sometimes biggest of idiots, but we love you all the same. Um, we all were, were taking bets Vegas style and guessing on who he was and all looking forward to tonight's, you know, he debut. And I got to tell you, when it was Y2J, it was kind of like, oh, really? Damn. I was hoping it was going to be special, <laughs> you know? Because, I mean, granted, now Jericho's awesome and I you know great that he's back if he is in fact back but you know the whole I haven't watched Raw and 
blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be there and blah, 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 blah. You know, I don't know. Just, it was just a little too much for me. I mean, it was like for the first time in a long time, you know, cause I originally said Jericho due to the Y2J and, you know, some of the other clues that were out there. It wasn't until I really started giving those video segments credit and giving them time on my day and de- and dissecting them, you know, and to, to, to dissect those videos, those teaser videos of the, it begins and none of what they said other than a few, th- I mean, there were a few things like um, coming back to claim what's rightfully his, Jericho, you know, to take back his, I'm the best there is at what I do and the best in the world from CM Punk to regain the championship, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, it really didn't fit Jericho. And the videos were all doom and gloom, and he came out tonight like, you know, the reincarnation of the first Hulk Hogan. Oh, I know. You know, it was just nothing, nothing that was done to pre- Nothing that was done to pre-hype the return matched the return. The return did nothing to match the videos previewing or pre, you know, preparing us for the return. It was just all fucked up. It was like at the last minute somebody missed a flight. Jericho happened to be standing there, and they said, "Hey, go outside. Don't say anything. Just run around the ring and act like an idiot." And what was up with the jacket? I know Mark the Shark DiCarlo sent me a text message. He goes, "Hey, I know you want that jacket," and I texted him back and I said, "Yeah, if I want to go troll the gay bar." Not that there's anything wrong with that, folks. But, no, I'm not interested in his maybe, jacket. Maybe maybe you can wear it to the toolbox one night, and I'll go out back, and you can stay in there for New Year's Eve. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm going to pass on that, Marty Gennetti. Thank you. And thank you, Rockport, for pointing that out. He said, Wolverine wants his catchphrase back. Best in the world at what I do. It could be worse. He could be saying, I got claws, and I know how to use them. Bub. Um, I just, it was really weird. It was like, okay, it would be like you were promoting the return of J.J. Sexay, and you were leaving clues that would fit J.J., like, you know, clues about him being married to Harmony, and clues about Harmony having something to do with his return, and, you know, that he's got several shows on the network and he produces a little bit of everything and da, 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 da. and then I came out and didn't say anything and just ran around the ring for 20 minutes I, it just doesn't make any sense it's like the wrong like the, like they said that, that Johnny Cash movie the spoof of that Johnny Cash movie the wrong kid died yeah yeah what is it, you Walk know? Hard? The Dewey Cox yeah. story? Yeah, yeah. The wrong kid died. The wrong kid came out for the promo tonight. It just didn't make any sense at all. Yeah, baby! Yeah! You know, and he was a heel when he left. He was a snobby, swarmy, three-piece suit-wearing heel that thought he was better than everybody. And now, all of a sudden, he's... You know, Y2J, the Ayatollah, a rock and roller, the hero, the 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 rock star running around the ring, high-fiving everybody that'll high-five him. You know, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like trying to hunt Easter eggs at Christmas. 
great holidays, both of them, but they don't mean the same. Uh, you know what I mean? You wouldn't go trick-or-treating on New Year's Eve. People think you're fucking nuts. They'd shoot you. That's true. That's true. What did you think of the opening segment with Cena tonight? Um, I think that it was written to keep him from tipping his hat maybe a little bit or showing what's up his, so to speak, sleeve. Um, I think that, you know, after last week, everybody thought, oh, here it comes. Cena's starting to doubt himself. Now, here it comes. Here's the, you know, here's the heel turn. No, nope, not yet. Because he came out tonight and reassured you that that wasn't going to happen, that he wasn't going to turn his back on the fans that paid their hard-earned dollar to come in and say whatever they want. They've earned the right. Blah, 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 blah. So that's kind of a, to me, it was kind of a knee-jerk reaction to make sure they backed up what they didn't do last week. And by, you know, leaving it to where he, he wasn't really tipping his, his cap as to what he was going to do. I don't know. To, to me, I, I just the whole show to me again strange from from opening bell, starting promo to the very end of the show. You know what it was like? Strange. It was like it was like they've had the same writers for the last year, and they gave them an extra week off. I guess. And they said, hey, hey, you guys, you, you four guys over there, would you mind writing Raw this week? Sure. What? what where? Where were we at? What, what was that? What you know? Watch last week's episode and just go from there. I mean, that said, you know what I did enjoy tonight? I enjoyed the I enjoyed the R Truth segment with the Miz. Yeah, that was cool. You know, the, the Miz running around being scared, talking to Laryngitis about, or excuse me, Laryngitis about, you know, the the uh, R Truth going to attack him. He's not going to be a sitting duck. And then we see R Truth show up on on screen and start flapping his his wings. Quack, quack, quack. You know, and he kind of follows him around, and you know, I I, I liked that part of the show i i'm liking what they're doing with truth i like the promo that he did in the stands i like was talking the to the kids miz did, i like the fact that the miz totally denied fucking doing anything to truth that would warrant him being attacked i know he's like i didn't do anything what are you talking I about huh i didn't do that that wasn't me i don't know what you're talking about it wasn't me it was that promo that he cut at the end he's like something about little jimmy where you get got got i can't remember the whole promo but it was, i was like that that's good stuff That that's a t-shirt right there Totally a T-shirt. That's why he's the Jimmy, face. The little Jimmy thing is great. I uh, said that when he first did it. It's going to make him a main event star. I actually have some ideas for some new Wrestling News Live T-shirts that I'm going to put out. And one of them is going to even be more like an SNS radio network type idea. Oh, yeah? And I want it to be basically the SNS logo. And then I want it to say Rise Above Cena. <laughs> I hear you. We'll rise above the, I don't know, something. We'll figure something out. I don't know. We got a lot of haters. We could just, you know, do a rise above hate shirt. That would work. Yeah. Yeah, our own version. Yeah, we got all kinds of, we got all kinds of mibs in the chat room tonight. Some of them are causing trouble. We got men in black in here. Causing problems. Acer's, Acer's keeping count. It's like a fucking Vegas betting line night on people that are going to call in. I almost, almost feel like we should uh, we should play some Will Smith Men in Black. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. In my bees. I don't know. 
I just, man, I, this whole Raw has just got me fucking flustered. Dude, I was I was psyched. I was looking forward to tonight. I thought we were going to have a good I show. Was too. You know, I, I thought, man, we might see Taker and McCool because there was rumors that they were in town. We might see the return of Vince. I mean, I thought they were going to pull out some big surprises for the first show of the year. And all I it left us with so was much. disappointment. I even I even thought so much this afternoon that Stephanie would get something sexy on and dry, walk out to the ring and just point and Triple H would come out. You know, something. But Jericho has nothing to do with those promos. They don't make any sense for him whatsoever. It was like those promos last year that everybody thought was Sting because it said Sting written in the dirt. They were trying to break him down. And it was an, it was inevitably the Undertaker. Well, could you imagine if fucking you know Santina Morello walked out of that shack? That's about how much sense this made. You were expecting maybe someone else. <laughs> yeah, the Cobra. Fear the Cobra. It's about the Cobra. Yeah, I, I I agree. I and Harmony even said it tonight. She said that she felt like they brought in Jericho. Well, she she said that she felt like if it wasn't Jericho that, you know, all these promos supposedly were for him and they basically put them together before they signed a deal with him, kind of like what they did with, with Sting last year because the rumor was that he was negotiating with him at that point in time and that deal was in, in works and that's why they put that together. But I always thought that it was The Undertaker and they just kind of threw a swerve at everybody, right? So... She was afraid that we might get a similar situation where, yeah, they were negotiating with Jericho, but instead we got something else. Well, we got Jericho, but I don't know if we really wanted Jericho. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. The crowd was chanting Y2J, and there were some signs in the crowd. But I think that the people, I think they're stumped as we are. Because none of it made any sense. You know, none of those promos fit him. Now, let's see, what else? You have to bear with me. I've got a broken rib, and every time I cough, it feels like somebody's stabbing me in the side with a sword. What happened to your rib? Oh, Lordy. I don't want to get into too great a detail right at this moment. Maybe later on as things do you know, the condensed, calm down. The condensed version. Um... Man beating on a woman, and a friend of mine went to get involved to stop it, and didn't realize that the guy hitting the woman had six for or like four or five friends with him. And so uh, he turned his attention to my friend who was trying to do a good deed, and I was watching through a window, and before I could get out there, they jumped on him, and well, when I went out there to even the odds and. We did for about 10, 15 minutes. Somebody decided to hit me in the back with a baseball bat. Oh, shit. And uh, at the time, it didn't hurt so much. It got my attention. (laughs) I can't laugh. It hurts. It got my attention. But, uh, yeah, it didn't really hurt until about 10, 20 minutes after the adrenaline went down. And what's really funny is I kept saying my rib is broke. And the nurse kept saying, no, I think you just strained a muscle. And I said, no, something's broke. And I coughed. And when I did, I felt it go back into place because I couldn't move my arm. My arm and my shoulder was kind of sore and in a lot of pain. 
And you wouldn't think that would make a difference because of a rib. But let me tell you, if you've not broken a rib, you wouldn't know. Oh, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, it, I, I, I mean, I felt it. I felt the rib pop back in place as if they set the bone, you know. And at that moment, immediately, I had movement in my arm and my shoulder stopped hurting. So thank God for that. That I, I mean, thank God that happened. Or I'd still be in a lot of pain. But um, I just basically I'm icing it down and taking a lot of aspirin and a, a few pain pills when it gets too much to bear. But needless to say, uh, we won. The girl's safe, and there's about three guys doing jail time right now. It wasn't like it was with JSK. I promise you. I actually had to do a lot of fighting this time. Oh wow! Used to be it was like. I just hit whoever he wasn't hitting. This this one wasn't as easy, <laughs> and I'm I'm also a lot older now. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's just like that Toby Keith song. You know, not as good as I once was. You know, I think <laughs> you're ten be as feet good tall. As I once was one more time. That's right. You're not ten feet tall and bulletproof. Shit hurts. And that's why you know that's that's what I you know. <laughs> God, I, can't laugh. I always used to tell people, look, I'm getting older. I know it, and you know what. You may whip my ass, but I promise you tomorrow morning you're going to remember you were in a fight. But I, I promise you the next morning I knew I was in one. Um, but, yeah, and, 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 and I guess when I got hit because of my reaction and the, and, the, and the impact, I either severely strained or tore a muscle that is attached to the outside of your your lungs or your ribs. Oh, shit. Or more your ribs because it hurts down my side and across the front of my stomach from the tear so i'm going to be hurting for a little while but i'd do it again if i had to i hope i don't have to for a long long time <laughs> well yeah let's hope not but uh good for you for you know for helping out well there's a lot of things in this world that the dog don't go for and putting your hands on a woman's one of them you want to hit somebody hit somebody hits back hard that's right that's right. I'm I'm with you there, man. I don't believe in the whole domestic violence thing. I mean, if you get to the point where you think you're going to hit a woman, just walk away. I mean, just leave. Just you know, walk away. Calm down. I know it sounds gay and it sounds Doctor Phyllis and all that shit, but it, number one, there there's no reason to hit a woman. Number two, you're going to go to jail. Number three, ain't nothing going to fix punching somebody in the face. At that point, it's over, or it should be, unless she's an ignorant, ignorant bitch, but whatever. I just, you know, just walk away. Just walk away, and then you don't have to fight guys like me. Good point. And then I don't have to get hit in the back with a fucking foreign object. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks. It hurt. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I bet. I bet. I haven't, I haven't been in this much pain since my kidney stones or my broken tailbone, which the broken tailbone was also defending some other chick in a bar. Yeah, man, it happens. So let me see. What else of interest happened on Raw? Oh, we saw a Divas match. A horrible, I, horrible, horrible I, I, I'm match. getting to where I'm, I, I don't know if it's because I'm a horny man or what, but I'm getting to where I like the Bellas. The Bellas were okay tonight. Harmony sitting I got right this, next I to me. I said this in the chat room. I got this Latino thing going lately. Like, Latino women, I don't know what it is. Well, here's the thing, okay? I think Eve did a great moonsault from the top. 
you know, I I think she does a she does a good moonsault. I'll give her credit. Harmony's sitting right next to me, and she literally said, "What the fuck is she doing? She's looking like she's riding somebody, and there's nobody underneath her." And she started doing her look fucking pelvic goddamn movements. I mean, it's just it's fucking strange, dude. I mean, I don't know any other way to fucking say it. It was just fucking weird tonight. Oh. Can I go back to my Xbox? I almost feel like I should have been on my Xbox tonight. You know, I feel like I wasted my time watching Raw. If this is what the new year is bringing for the WWE, count me out, guys. I might have to fucking put the band hammer on WWE, and then what am I going to cover? Oh, my God. <laughs> I might just have to do universe mode and fucking cover that. And Dusty would say, oh, my goodness. Great googly moogly. I just don't know. Oh. I mean, Ziggler and, and Punk was, was good up until, you know, the finish. I mean, granted, we know that Ziggler, for the second year in a row, gets a title match at, at the Rumble. I think, man... I don't know. I can't. If you're Dirk, I mean, if you're Dirk, if you're, if you're Dolph Ziggler, dude, you got to feel like, oh, what's the right terminology here? Um, the friend of the hot chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? The one that when you go to the bar with your friend, they all hit on her and nobody hits on you. But you're so close. You're just, you're so close. You know, you're the grenade that the partner has to jump on. Yeah. I mean, he's been so close so many times, and he's always, always, I mean, barring a few weird instances, but generally for the most part, when that guy's on the card, when that guy's on a show, be it, um, you know, a Raw, a SmackDown, a Superstars, a pay-per-view, that fucking guy puts on the match of the night. He does. He does. I mean, you know, and it's it's like, man, come on, reward the guy. He, you know, and I think they're going to. I think well, that. I guess. I guess. I guess if you look at the grand scheme of things, and and, and you, you you take wrestling for what it is, and it's a business to those people. You know, they're there to make money, and there's a pecking order. You know, some guys never get to the to the level where Dolph Ziggler's at. You know, in their entire career. And would trade places with him being, you know, I'll, I'll lose to the champion every time I face him for the rest of my career just to have the chance to be in that spotlight. Well, I, I think that he's going to be a guy. And, you know, last year we saw him at the Rumble against Edge. Pretty good match there. A year's passed. I think he's gotten progressively better as a, you know, as a, a sports entertainer. I think he's he's better with his mic skills. I think he's much better in the ring. I mean, he's he's improved vastly over the last year. And if they are looking to push Jericho and, and Punk into a feud, I hope it's not for the belt. I mean, how can you justify bringing Jericho back unless he wins the Royal Rumble and putting him in a title match with Punk? I almost think it'd be a better idea to take the belt off Punk at the Rumble due to interference and put it on Ziggler for a bit. You know, Vince McMahon is always about around this time of year, giving guys a title run. Very well, short-lived, but it happens. Well, you got to understand, though, if you do that, you're really shitting close to home when it comes to WrestleMania. But, so you better have, 
you better have a hell of a plan. I mean, Ziggler's a great wrestler, and he's kind of an internet darling, and all the IWC loves him for his hard work and, and what he does, but at the end of the day, is that the guy you want headlining one of your main events at WrestleMania? But see, here's, here's the ultimate thing, right? Even if he does win the belt at the Rumble, the reset button is the elimination chamber. That's true, and they've put that in place to be their fallout escape plan. You know, I, I almost have a feeling with all the news that came out last week since we didn't have a show last week, apparently the WWE's not high on Punk because the ratings Damn are dropping. Damn us for that. You know? They, they, they're blaming CM Punk for the failing ratings. It has nothing to do with Monday Night Football. It has nothing to do with anything. It's because CM Punk is not a draw. Oh, and, and Zack Ryder has dumbest. been taken out of the main event and put in a thing with Eve because they don't feel that he's doing well either. Um, so... To be honest, I could almost see them putting the belt on Ziggler temporarily and then doing the unthinkable by putting it back on John Cena at the Elimination Chamber so that they would have The Rock versus John Cena for the title at Mania. I almost feel like that is what they're going to go with. Mark my words right now. Well, I hope not. That is exactly what they're going to do. Because, I mean, that, that, that fucking match doesn't need to have a belt involved to make it important. It That's doesn't. That's the only thing. It doesn't, but... Maybe in their minds, by putting that title in that match, they can reinvigorate the title. I mean, I, I'm guessing. Maybe, maybe that's that's the point. I, I don't know, but I think that's well, the direction I mean, that they in want. Their to defense go. reinvigorating the title would be putting on some people that people care about. If you want to reinvigorate the title, bring back an old one. <laughs> bring back yeah. the Attitude Era belt. Bring I mean, back get rid of that fucking belt. spitter belt. Throw it in the middle of the fucking you know ocean. I just, I just feel like that's the direction they're going to go. I laughed on Twitter yesterday or the day before yesterday. Somebody sent CM Punk a tweet and said, "I thought you were going to change things. How about changing that fucking belt?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he wants to. And he retweeted it, so I guess he thought it was funny too. I'm sure he wants to. But overall, man, I, I thought the show was just strange. If I had to give it a grade tonight, I'm going to go with like a, I'm going to go with a D plus. I'm going to be real really? honest. I didn't like it at all. Well, because the show was so strange, my grade was going to be a T. Four? I don't know. Just a weird letter to match the weird fucking show. Okay. Okay, sure. Why not? I'll give it a Q. A Q? For questionable? For, for very questionable. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> I don't even know what to think about that one, man. But I tell you what, why don't we go ahead and take our first commercial break of the night? Let's come back and then uh, let's. I think Jericho was storting cocaine off the fucking Bella Twins' chest. Dude, stage, he so. he looked stoned. I, I'm not even gonna lie; the dude looked fucking stoned. Well, cocaine don't make you look stoned. It makes you uh, act like he acted, but you really can't see it in your eyes. It's not like pot. Well, it was something, I tell you. But uh, why don't we go ahead and take our first break? We're gonna come back, talk some news of the week. Sponsored, of course, by Wrestling-Online.com. Want to talk yeah, about yeah. Brock Lesnar? Uh, you know, I, I want to take some phone calls here in a little bit. You watched the Lesnar fight live? I did. I did. I was over at somebody's house. We watched it. Uh, my original plan was to hang out with Shark, and, and that kind of fell through. But uh, I had a buddy, and we uh, we basically parted over at his place watching it and had a good time. And uh, Just wild strange. chicken? Uh, no, I didn't have any wild chicken, but pretty close. Anyway, we'll come back here in just a few minutes, guys, with more Wrestling News Live right after this. So stay tuned for more.
Hey, this is Harry Smith. This is Wrestling News Live on the SNS Radio Network. WrestlingOnline.com, the official news source of Wrestling News Live. If you're looking for the latest news in the world of MMA and professional wrestling, log on to www.wrestling-online.com and sign up for the largest and longest-running newsletter on the Internet today with over 26,000 subscribers and over 3,000 issues. And the best part, just like WNL, it's free! Once again, that's www.wrestlingonline.com. You know, in the world of pro wrestling radio, there's always someone out there who will always try to get under your skin. I want to really drive Andy to the point where he wants to choke me out. Because I'm going to drive him right off the edge of the cliff. They'll always try, but in the end, it always comes down to the truth. That moment when uh, Silent Rage blows the gasket, this match is over. You know, I'm really just a nice guy at heart, but... Don't piss me off, okay? I mean, come on. The truth is going to hurt someone. Catch your weekly search for the truth right here on the Pro Wrestling Rewind every Wednesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern, exclusively on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Have you checked out the new Unplugged on Friday nights? Well, if you haven't, make sure you check out the new Unplugged Friday nights with JJ Sexay at 10.30 Eastern Standard Time, 8.30 Mountain Standard Time, where JJ covers SmackDown, video games, and whatever the hell else he feels like. See you in chat.
son of a gun. Yes, yes, it's true. You are listening to Wrestling News Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. And I can already tell you that uh, in that first segment, we were already more entertaining than Monday Night Raw. So I guess we're doing something right. We've lost the Trey Dog, ladies and gentlemen. He'll be back. Anyway, while I'm waiting on Trey to return, I do want to update you guys on a couple of things. Uh, if you've been on the SNS radio, <laughs> if you've been on the, you know, Trey is not imitating Jericho. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. If you've been on the SNS Network Facebook page, you know that I've put up some videos. Um, basically, just kind of messing around with the universe mode, decided to play a couple matches, put them online for you guys just for the hell of it. So enjoy those. Uh, I'll be doing more in the future. I'm not doing a full-fledged defed or anything, so you know before anybody starts up with that, I, you know, I'm not going to do it. But uh, and <clears throat> sorry about that. That's all right. Um, I do want to announce really quick that that I do have some plans for something pretty major. So for those of you that are on Xbox 360, you're on Xbox Live. You have WWE 12. You have a created character that you've made of yourself. Let me know about it, you know. Put it on Xbox Live. With upload the, it. Yeah, upload it. Put it on, you know, the uh, the Xbox Live server, you know, with the, the keyword SNS. Because this is what I'm planning on doing. And we did this a couple of years ago. But I'm looking at doing, uh, in correspondence with the Royal Rumble, I'm looking at doing a 30-man online Royal Rumble that's going to be simmed. I'm not playing it. That's going to involve SNS hosts and listeners of the show. So, like myself and Trey and even JSK, maybe Mark the Shark to Carlo, um, we're all going to be involved in this Last time we did thing. this, it came down to about three of us. And if I remember correctly, JSK threw my ass out of the fucking ring. JSK, yeah, you, you, you didn't get to the final three. I think Mike Siciliano won that one. That was for the EFED. Yeah. That was a simmed rumble, and he, he ended up. I was like, you motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, JSK three out last time, so. He hasn't been very good to you either. So he hasn't been. It's been kind of crazy. My universe is kind of kind of wonky. I don't know. It's. I, I asked I asked Horseman the other day. I said, "Man, I said, you know, I, I listen to. I, I'm really bored with this WWE game." He goes, "How can you be bored?" I go, "Well, I listen to you and JJ tell these stories about all this cool shit that happens in your universe, and nothing happens in mine but the same shit over and over again." And I guess I'm gonna have to go in through my entire roster and set rivals and and and. Uh, and uh, well, what should we call it? You know, so, yeah, for all my my entire roster. The thing that bothers me though is that I remember when I was doing the Causecast, and we talked with Marcus, and I think we even talked with somebody else about this. But I asked the question if you could have a universe mode with a show with all cause, and I was told that that was the case. Well, you can't in this. You have to have 15 WWE superstars on any given roster that you have. Right. Which just really pisses me off because I don't normally use the characters in the game. I always use creative characters. Right. 
You know, Horseman's whole roster is fucking old farts. Like. Oh yeah, yeah, he he is he's old school all the way. But he's uh, got all the old AWA and all the old NWA and all that shit in there. Yeah, just to each your own, I guess. But yeah, that's something we're gonna do to coincide with the Rumble. I've pushed back the um, I've pushed back that project that I'm working on till the end of the month. The um, the fantasy warfare match. It's gonna have Stone Cold Steve Austin and Randy Orton. So I'm gonna have that by the end of the month yeah. ready to go. And we're also going to have this big Royal Rumble that's going to be simmed that'll probably happen the week before the Royal Rumble comes out if I get everybody's uh, characters in there. I'm looking to have 30 superstars. So, right. you know, if I have the, if I get everybody kind of signing up or putting their character out there and I, as I grab them, then we'll just kind of go from there. If I don't have 30, then I'll go for 20. So, but that's, that's kind of the plan going on right now. You know, I want to make sure the that The one thing that I want to address when we get uh, Marcus back on Unplugged, which he said he was willing to do soon, so uh, get your questions that you have about the game prepared because we will have Marcus on Unplugged hopefully within the next few shows to address those questions if all goes as planned. Yeah, cross your fingers and toes. Um, but one thing I'd like to know is why when you do a Royal Rumble online do you have to be number one and number two? Why can't it just randomly pick, you know? That's a good question. I, I Because when a horseman and I play online, we want to do a Royal Rumble. We don't want to be the first two in the ring. Well, you know what you ought to do. When you're the first two in the ring, you should work on taking everybody else out. We do. Okay. But, I mean, you, you get to a point where, you know, you're, in a, you're, you're being locked up in a move and somebody's ejecting him or vice versa, and you're like, oh, shit, I can't get over there. Hold, hold tight. I can't. Oh, shit. No, that's a good point. Um, now we've been if asked. I get loopy, it's because I just took pain pills. So we, bear with me. We were asked tonight if we were gonna in the chat room if we're looking to do that Royal Rumble contest we did last year. Yes. And I'm thinking I'm I'm cool with that. We could do that. The Wrestling News Live Royal Rumble. What do we call it? Roulette. Roulette. Yes. It's basically where. Since there's 30 men this year. That was year, fun. It was fun. That, that that made the whole Royal Rumble worth it to me. Yeah, well, I mean, the Royal Rumble to me every year is good, but I mean, it really added it. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't it Flair 16 time that actually won that? Yes, it was. And the prize is you get to come on and host an episode of Wrestling News Live. Well, actually, actually, no. The prize is you get to come on and host a show, co-host a show of your choosing. Any show on the network. Any show on the network that you like. If you want to be a host on that show, you just let us know if you win. And you're the way it works is. We say, all right, we're going to open the phones and give away numbers. So we give out the phone number, and you call and say, hey, this is, uh, I don't know, this is Anthony Farley. I want a number. Okay, Anthony. I reach into my hat. It's all done at random. The numbers are all in my hat. And I pull it out. I open the number, and I give you the number that's in my hand. So that was basically the way it all went one through 40 wasn't it last year it was one through 40 uh, hold on a second zeus you, you can't just pick sheamus that doesn't work that way this is not how the game is played you get a number you one get a number let's say you call in zeus and say i want a number i reach in my hat your number comes out 25 all right well whatever wrestler comes out at number 25 that's your pick so if it's if it's santino morella at 25 you got santino morella I'm trying to remember who I had. I don't remember. 
I don't. I don't think. I don't think we're eligible. We shouldn't be. If if it's to host a show on the network, we shouldn't be eligible for it. I think it should be listener only. Maybe maybe that's why I didn't have a number. Yeah, I think I think I think you had one, and then we we auctioned it off because I gave mine away. Yeah. We all gave them away. That's right. Yeah. So I I think it it really works for the listeners to get those numbers as opposed to us. Okay. Because I've I've hosted Andy's show before. <laughs> Rock, it doesn't work that way, buddy. You don't pick number 17. Yeah. You get a number from me. Just think. I mean, somebody could actually come in and host the Pro Wrestling Rewind. Yeah. You know, maybe I can talk to Beckerman and see if somebody wants to do a, an episode of Beyond the Bell. You could, you can host cool. any show on this network. That's kind of the way any it works. Any show you choose. You can hang out with Walkie and Mindwipe. Oh, now that would be worth <laughs> the price of admission. <laughs> that would be fun, actually. I guess I'm going to have to do that since you've done it. I haven't done it yet. It's, it's a good time. It's a good I'm time. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Speaking of which, I actually, splendidly. I spoke uh, I spoke with Mindwipe today, and I'm, I'm going to be making his character for uh, for my S- I haven't for been my able to go online universe. in a while to get walkies. I'm dying to see what walkies created. Um, He's got Matt Hardy pants. Walkie put, him, put a gut on himself. He didn't. He wasn't flattering to himself at all. And he's got Bobby Lashley's entrance, so. Oh, okay. But he's on there, yeah. I went and grabbed Mac Daddy the other day, Mac and I, I just I just made an Andy Knowles last night. Unbeknownst to Andy Knowles. Well, I'm gonna have to get online then after this show and start downloading the uh, SNS crew. So I, I basically, I'm still working a little bit on Andy. I've only got one outfit for him. I gave him the MVP outfit that I always do. But I'm actually going to give him Lance Storm Canadian attire from WCW. Which is something else I want to talk about here in a second. Bronx, I, I, he says that Crelly's cause right on the money looks just like him. I think Bronx in the face looks just like him. The one that I did. Well, that's one ugly fucking wrestler. <laughs> Bronx yeah, thanks you damn. profusely. Coyote fucking ugly. Chew your arm off just to get away. But that's something else I want to talk about after the news uh, and after we're done with this Brock Lesnar segment. I finally got a chance to watch the Best of Nitro hosted by DDP. Okay. Did you now? I bought it for Christmas. Uh, I, I basically got a $150 gift card to Best Buy. I bought a Connect, which I still haven't even used. And oh, brother, I would have just sent you to a link online to watch it for free. And I actually bought the DVD. Now... I'm not going to give a review, but they really should have just called this the best of Diamond Dallas Page from WCW Nitro because I swear to God, in three discs, there was probably ten matches of DDP. Like, it was very DDP heavy. Well. I mean, dude, it was really yeah. DDP heavy. Like, I yeah, love DDP, so don't get me WCW. wrong. No, it wasn't. There were things that made Nitro... Uh, a standout program that didn't necessarily involve DDP that and really weren't was touched the cruiserweight upon. Division. The cruiserweight division was just briefly touched on. Yeah, the NWO was touched on. Yeah, but there were other things in that company. I mean, there were some great moments for WCW that didn't necessarily involve Diamond Dallas Page, and I just felt like because he was hosting the thing, and I know he said at the end that you know he didn't get to choose all the stuff. There were things in there he wanted to be in there. I was a little pissed that the Macho Man thing wasn't in there with him because, really, that's the feud I remember most in WCW with DDP because that was the one that really made him. See, um, the one I remember the most is him and Sting and the title switch twice in one night, which was on there. Right. 
But I, I just, you know, Harmony and I both watched it, and she was just like, they should just call this the best of DDP. And I'm like, yep, I agree. Because that's what it was, the best of DDP. So, you know, we'll, well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that know. later. I, I watched it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't the greatest thing on DVD, but, you know, it didn't cost me anything, so I, I really wasn't that worried about it. I mean, the one thing that I agreed with him on at the end of the thing, he said it's a travesty to have, you know, uh, a company that was around for as long as it was, uh, a three-disc compilation, you know, it, you know, a three-hour DVD is, is kind of a, a travesty, and he's right. You know, there, there should be a volume two and a volume three. And I'm sure there will be. You know, but I just, less DDP matches next time. As long as Vince can make money off WCW's legacy, he will. True that, true that. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, break into some news of the week, and we'll start, before we actually start playing the, the music and shit, let's go ahead and talk about uh, Brock Lesnar. Um, I did get an opportunity to watch UFC 141, and uh, man, they had one fight, and I'm trying to remember, it was, uh, fuck, what was his name, Hendrickson. Or Hendrix knocked this guy out, John Fitch, in like, I don't know, 10 seconds. First punch connected, dude was out. The referee was grappling around with, with Fitch after he got knocked the fuck out, and he's like, What happened? <laughs> he didn't even know what the fuck happened. This guy popped him with a left. He was, he was out. walking up with the referee like he was, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh my God, that's amazing. So, I mean, this guy's probably going to have a decent career, but just. Right out the gate, first punch, boom. This guy is laid the fuck out. Johnny Hendricks, 12 seconds, down goes John Fitch. Thank you, Acer. That yeah, that's was, the kind of fight if you're in the Hendricks camp, especially if you're Hendricks yourself, that you want. Because then you didn't, got no, you didn't get hurt, you didn't get hit. One shot, done, see by. And then, like, like Steve Mazzagotti, who's the referee, was rolling that's around with. That's knockout of that, too. Oh, it was, it was. So he's rolling around with this guy. You know, he basically jumps on onto him to stop uh, Johnny Hendricks from doing anything else because he knows that he's knocked out and can't defend himself. And so Fitch comes to and starts like <laughs> starts grappling with Mazzagotti, you know. And he's like, "What happened? What happened? How did you, how did you get in my room?" All, all, I, all I could hear was uh, all I could hear was that you got knocked the fuck out. You got knocked the fuck out. Chris Tucker, you got knocked the fuck out, Smokey. But uh, man, you know, I think probably the best fight of the night was uh, was Nick was uh, Nate Diaz. Excuse me, not Nick Diaz. Nate Diaz and uh, Cowboy. What the fuck was his name? Donald. Uh, I can't pronounce his last name. Duck. Wasn't Donald Duck? <laughs> that was that was a, that was a good that was a good fight. Then we get to I the didn't big watch main it event. The website that I was going to watch it on was having issues, and then Horseman and I had tried to do this thing on on a ES on a Xbox Live, right? And it was crashing right and left. So we he finally we got Turner trying. Ah, thanks to uh, thanks to Acer and Akiman, it was Cerrone, Donald Cerrone, or Cerrone. My Cerrone. And. Uh, Pretty good, pretty, you know, pretty good bout here. But in the end, Nate Diaz uh, got the victory through unanimous decision. But really good fight. Uh, probably the best Nate Diaz has ever done. So, good fight. And, and he's 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 a guy that's got like a like a cocky attitude. There was one point in between the rounds where he's over in his corner and he fucking flips the other guy off. You know, double bird. 
and it's all getting attitude and I'm like, oh, look at this shit. And then, of course, after the fight, Nate Diaz is like, oh, I just want to apologize, you know. You know, it was like pay-per-view. I was just trying to hype stuff up, you know. He's probably going to get fined from Dana thank White. Thank you, Julian, for picking up on that, by yeah, the way. No doubt. So, um, I know that I was sitting there playing Xbox at work with uh, Horseman, and I looked on the ticker, and the next thing I saw was Lesnar gets beat, blah, 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 announces retirement after the match. I was like, well, he must have got his ass beat. Well, and here's what happened. We get to the, the big main event with Alistair Overeem and, uh, and Lesnar, and the entrance lasted more than the fight. Um, wow. Overeem is a monster, you know, and, and I've, I've been saying this for a while on this show that Overeem was going to kill Lesnar. That that was it. First of all, for all the Lesnar haters, it's hard to come back from the illness that he had in the profession that he's in. So I want to say, first of all, that you got to give this guy credit for trying to come back in, into the sport. It's not an easy job being a, an ultimate fighter. You know, especially someone who's had part of their intestine taken out, who's had to undergo, you know, a lot of life changes because of uh, diverticulitis. It's, it's not easy, folks. So I give him credit for trying to come back. But, you know, I remember watching on, was it Thursday night, after I watched a little bit of Impact, and when Impact went off, they had this countdown to UFC 141 where they talked about Lesnar and Overeem. You know, and I saw the different promos between the two guys. You know, Lesnar says, yeah, I want him to attack me. I want him to strike me. That's exactly what I want him to do so I could take him down and get him on the ground and, and beat him. You know, and Overeem's like, yeah, you know, I'm going to knock him out in the first round or the second round. You know, and he did exactly what he said he was going to do. He went in there and proved why he's one of the best strikers in the world. You know, he's a former K-1 champion. He's a former pride ask, champion. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I didn't see the fight. I didn't even see a replay of the fight. But I'm putting all these factors in my head, in my little mental computer here. And, like, if I were to fight you right now, J.J., straight up man-to-man, in the condition that I'm in, where would you strike me first? I would go for your ribs because that's that's where the uh, spot would be. You know, you know I, I would drop like a hungry San Francisco faggot. I, I would hit the ground quickly. <laughs> it's a great, I would be on my knees. I would be on my knees. picture, Trey. Thank you for that one. I would be on my knees praying to the gods of whatever you religion freaks believe in. I would be praying to Buddha, Jesus, Santa Claus, anybody that will listen, get this motherfucker off of me. And I'm just trying to put all these pieces together in my head. And I'm thinking to myself, Lesnar got struck in the, in the, in the, in the liver area from what I understand. Yes. Now, isn't that an area where he's not really doing well medically? Well, first of all, I mean, your liver is on your side there. It's in your stomach, okay? Like, it's, it's right over there to the, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he kicked him to the right. So, it's on your right side, yeah. I know that. Because that was the first thing that the doctor and the nurse said to me was, where'd you get hit? I said, the left. Yeah. Because they, they were all worried that I might have liver problems because of where, where I was hit would be where my liver would be, but on the other side. But keep in mind that Alistair Overeem is as big as Brock Lesnar, and he's solid muscle. I mean, going into it, the guy that I was, I was hanging out with, uh, he's a friend of mine named Dwayne. So me and Dwayne are watching this fight, 
We see Overeem come out, and this guy is just fucking solid like, muscle. Holy shit. He's solid muscle. I mean, and I've seen, watching that, that UFC, uh, you know, basically promo show for 141 on Thursday night, they showed Overeem early in his career when he was a skinny guy. He's always been tall, but he was, like, thin. I mean, he was a very skinny dude. He put on probably 60 pounds of fucking muscle over, over the last couple of years. The guy is a beast. You know, it's I mean, all legit because they they test they test hardcore for steroids. Well, exactly. And when you've got him facing off with Lesnar, and he's just as big as Lesnar, and he's more defined than Brock Lesnar. Brock came out. He looked soft in the gut. He looked flabby. He didn't look like he was in the greatest shape. Now, I mean, he's he's in much better shape than than I'm in. But mind you. You're not training for a UFC title fight. I'm not training to be a professional wrestler. I'm not training to be a, a, a cage fighter. I'm not any of these things, okay? But Brock looks soft in the belly. You know, if you had these problems with your belly and, you know, you know this guy is going to exploit your weakness. Because really, at the end of the day, if I'm a fighter, I'm going to exploit your weakness. That's what the job is. It's nothing personal. Right. But if I'm going to win, I'm going to target the weakness. I'm and, thinking, though, with my, my trade of thinking is that you know, this guy comes out and Lesnar's not, you know, if this is the Lesnar that started in the UFC, not the Lesnar of now, that's a whole different fight. Right. I agree. You know, but I think due to his medical problems and the fact that he's had so much trauma and shit on his insides that it's probably the best thing he could have done was to retire. Exactly. Because he's never, he's always going to have that target. Well, and again, you can't, you can't have a target on anything when you're an MMA fighter. Well, yeah, exactly. You can't have a guy that weighs, you know, 265 pounds and is a brick shit house kick you in the stomach with everything he's got. He's a brick shit house. <laughs> I mean, it just it doesn't work that way. And you know, you could tell it was a delayed reaction when he kicked him because Brock went down quick. You know, he doubled up in pain, and and they knew it. And then Overeem went in for the kill. The referee broke it up, and Basically, you know, he was done. Um, again, tremendous guts on Brock Lesnar to, to, to try and go through this. He said that he wanted to win this fight, go on to the title match, and then he wanted to retire then. He, he supposedly talked with Sable and family, and that was his goal. He wanted to be the UFC champion one more time and retire with the belt. was not to be. I actually have um, – this is uh, Joe Rogan going to talk to Brock Lesnar after his defeat, this is uh, this is what Brock had to say after losing in the first round to Alistair Overeem. I bet you he didn't scream, I'm going to fuck my wife this time. No, he didn't. He didn't. All right, I'm here with Brock Lesnar. First of all, Brock, obviously you're disappointed. You've been out of the octagon for a long time. Give us your thoughts on the fight and your future in the sport. Uh, my, my hat's off to Alistair Overeem. I want to take my hat off to all my training partners, my wife, my family, I, I, I've had a really difficult couple of years with uh, my disease, and uh, I'm going to officially say tonight was the last time you'll see me in the octagon. Brock, you had a, an amazing ride going from no mixed martial arts fights to jumping right in with the best of the best. If this is your last fight, I want to thank you very much for some great fights inside the octagon. I want to thank everybody. I want to thank the Vertitas, Dana White, 
Brock Lesnar is officially retired. I promised my wife and my kids if I won this fight that I would get a, a title shot and then that one would be my last one. But if I lost tonight, you, everybody, you've been, you've been great. Alistair, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for everything, sir. We appreciate it very much. Brock Lesnar, ladies and gentlemen. So that is uh, the actual audio Sad. from UFC 141. And I feel bad for Brock because, you know, here's a guy that was top of the world, WWE, the world heavy, or excuse me, the WWE champion, uh, was a company guy, you know, was given the biggest push of any superstar up until that point and was a fixture on the SmackDown brand. Uh, was one of the main players that really drove that brand to to the heights that it did in uh, 2002 to 2004. And, uh, you know, he left to pursue a, a, a dream to play football. And I have a dream. That didn't work out for him. You know, and it would have had he given, you know, the, the time to the CFL or the European League. You know, they wanted him to get some experience before he came back and, and played, and they probably would have put him on the roster, but he didn't want to do that. He goes to Japan. He basically wins the uh, IWGP World Championship and then has to drop it and basically tells the, the promotion, go fuck yourself, you're not getting the belt back. That's when they put the belt on Kurt Angle. Remember they had the match with Lesnar and Angle, and and Angle got the belt, and he was uh, they had somebody that was the interim champion until they were able to put those belts back together after they got him back from Kurt Angle. So Brock has been a guy, and now we've got him in the, you know, the UFC, and granted, he has had some legitimate problems health-wise, but here's a guy, and I know everybody's going to make this comparison because I've made it. Here's a guy that doesn't get his way, and he just kind of quits. Did it with the WWE. He lost the belt to Eddie Guerrero, and then it's all of a sudden, now I want to go play football. I just signed a seven-year deal with a company, but fuck it, I don't want to do it anymore. I just had to drop a belt to Eddie Guerrero. I, you know, I'm done. You know, I mean, that, that's been the antithesis for Brock's career. And I hate to say that because I'm a Brock right. fan. But this guy doesn't get his way, and he fucking walks away. Well, I think if he wants to continue to afford old leather-ass Sable and her kids and his kids and everything else, he better start uh, putting on some chapstick and join that Kiss My Ass Club with Vince McMahon and get back in the WWE. You know, and, and here's the thing. I, I know that after this happened on Friday night, Twitter blew up. Everybody was like, oh, Lesnar's the man. If Lesnar would have been the guy to show up tonight, do you know how fixed UFC would look? Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. You know, and here's the killer thing. Watching that UFC program on Thursday night after Impact, they did a simulation using the UFC uh, Unleashed 3 game from THQ. comes out next year, or this year, excuse me. They did a simulation between Brock and, and, and uh, Alistair Overeem. And the finish of that fight was Overeem kicking Brock in the, st in the, in the, kneeing him in the gut. Isn't it prophetic that that's exactly what happened in real life? Well, yeah. I mean, had he showed up on Raw tonight, people would be like, oh, my God, the UFC's fixed. I mean, people are still doing that, but... I knew as soon as it happened that there was no way Brock was going to debut tonight. N no fucking way. Now, I'm not saying that Brock won't debut on, on WWE at, at some point in the future because there's interest. He is worth big money to Vince McMahon. Look, there's a reason why he's in WWE 12 and Chris Jericho wasn't. 
Well, and that's another thing, right? Start the start the rumor mill. Brock Lesnar in a WWE game. He just retired from the UFC. Now he does retire under contract. And Dana White was asked by the media about possibility of him going back to the WWE. And he said that he is under contract to the UFC. But he said that maybe him and Vince will talk about it. Now, make no mistake about it. If the deal is right, then Dana White opens him up to or opens himself up to getting a payday from Vince McMahon to allow Brock Lesnar to compete in the WWE. Consider right. this. Even though Brock has a problem, he doesn't have to worry about a guy kicking him, you know, at 265 pounds in the gut with everything he's got. I mean, because, right. you know, as Joe Rogan pointed out, it's just fake wrestling. You know, and Brock can do that again. But bottom well, line, Brock Lesnar is money to Vince McMahon. Because yeah, of Brock and, and Lesnar, he's also money to Dana White because now you'll get the Royal Rumble 2012 sponsored by UFC 140. Exactly. But see, picture this. When I say he's worth money to Vince McMahon, never in the history of pro wrestling. Now, we've had Ken Shamrock in there before. We've had Dan Severn. There has never been a UFC World Heavyweight Champion and a WWE Champion ever until now. And you talk about how they fucked up the invasion angle. Well, maybe they didn't. What about a UFC versus WWE invasion angle? Oh, no, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work because that would, de- that would, uh, that would totally take any legitimacy out of the UFC. I don't even think that's, that's not even on the table. If Dana why, White, why, had, why couldn't the UFC go over on the WWE guys? Because it would pretty much kill a lot of their fan base off that isn't interested in pro wrestling, and to be like, oh, they're, they're going to go join up with those fake ass fuckers over there. No, uh, that, that that would be a bad watch, idea. I don't watch UFC, so I don't get the animosity. I, I, I no, I don't. I don't think that there's any kind of invasion going on. If anything, I think Brock, sometime this year, will be back in the WWE, whether he's wrestling or not. He'll make an appearance. Maybe they'll sign him to some kind of deal. I don't know. But, I mean, really, what other options does Brock have? Well, what, 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 what's the possibility of Brock coming back and then guys like Bobby Lashley and, and uh, fucking Batista, who tried, they both wanted to be UFC fighters, come back and, and, and rejoin the WWE. Have their own little mixed martial art stable type thing. Hey, I think that'd be great for a guy like Ken Shamrock and Brock Lesnar and, you know, maybe some guys like that. Chael Sonnen is one I'd love to see come to the WWE. That guy cuts a promo like nobody's business. Like, he's awesome. So It'll be interesting to see what they do with Brock, but I can guarantee he's coming back. I'll guarantee it. Well, I, I think it's a good possibility. But, you know, and for all the MMA haters out there, that bitched and pissed and moaned. Man's, about, got to, man's still got to make a living somehow. But all the all the haters out there that bitched and pissed and moaned about Brock Lesnar, a fake WWE wrestler, going into the UFC. You know what? He did good for himself. He went in there. He was never given anything. He fucking fought for everything that he got. Yeah, he lost a few along the way. But Brock Lesnar proved that he was the motherfucking man. So <laughs> all you motherfuckers that wanted him gone, guess what? He's gone. Rejoice and shut the fuck up. Now we don't have to worry about hearing all oh, fake fucking wrestlers in UFC because he's no and, longer and there. Enjoy your sport because now there's no crossover appeal for me whatsoever, so I could care less. Exactly. So, but you know, hats off to Brock. I hate to see him go like this, but it just again, 
it kind of lives up to the whole things didn't go his way and, you know, he's kind of gone again. Now, if he goes back to the WWE and things don't work out and he leaves again, I mean, his rep's pretty fucked. But yeah, I, at that point, I don't have any fucking love lost for Brock. But I'll, I'll give him I'll give him an audible on this one because I know he's you know he's sick. He's had some problems. And but like I said, the man's got to make a man's got to make a living somehow, and Sable can't be cheap. Exactly, exactly. So I wish him luck, and uh, you know I I pretty much think before this year's out, we're going to see him back in the WWE. I'll bring her back. <laughs> Put her in the Divas division. I bet she still looks as good as the Divas. Now, and consider this. I mean, there was a report going around. One of the reasons we're seeing Jericho back in the company right now is that Triple H has put the idea in Vince's head to use guys on a part-time basis. doesn't mean that Jericho is back with the company full-time and he's going to be traveling 300 days a year. You don't want to do that to a guy like Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock has enough appeal that he comes in, does a six-month program, you know, or works a certain amount of dates. He doesn't do every house show that you do. He might work TV once a week, or he might do the pay-per-views. I think Brock Lesnar has that kind of appeal that, you know, I mean, there's so many matches you could do with Brock Lesnar. You could have Brock Lesnar and John Cena. I mean, here's a match of a guy who took the other guy's spot when he left. You know, we've seen them wrestle before. We've seen the matches before. I mean, the FU was a move that was made out of necessity because Brock injured John Cena. So there's bad blood there if that feud were to, to ever go back. You know, I'd like to see that feud revisited, you know. Unfortunately, it would probably mean that Brock would be putting guys over like John Cena, which sucks, but it, it kind of legitimizes, you know, John Cena a little bit. So, I mean, there's a lot of things they could do. You know, you've got Brock and Taker if you wanted to do it again. So there's matches there. A short-term contract could do wonders. It could make a lot of money for a lot of people. I agree. So, oh, let's see. I don't know that there was anything else I really wanted to cover in the news. That was pretty much my, my big news story for tonight was the Brock Lesnar thing. Because right. I don't have any newsletters. Because <laughs> the man's been on vacation. He's on vacation still. I think la of, last time I heard he was in Vegas. Yeah, what kind of shit is that? I don't know, man. Jet, jet setting Colin Vaslow. I know. He's hanging out with Ric Flair, man. Woo! Wheeling, dealing, kiss stealing, son of a gun. So, well, that is going to do it for our new segment. Let's go ahead and take this last break, come back, and do some uh, phone calls and some emails. Sound good to you? CC. Sounds great. All right. We'll be back right after this, guys. This is Vince Russo. You're listening to Wrestling News Live from the SNS Network.
Hey guys, it's Mr. Money on the Mic, JJ, all caps sexy of the SNS Radio Network. If you're looking for the latest news in professional wrestling and, of course, some of the best columns on the World Wide Web today, visit headlocks2headlines.com. That's headlocks, the number two, headlines.com. It's the official news site of the SNS Radio Network. You should make it your official news site as well. Once again, www.headlocks2headlines.com. Okay, folks, this is Philip Mindwipe Morris here, reminding you that basically I don't give a monkey's butt fuck when it comes to actually doing stupid adverts like this, but nonetheless, I have to do one anyway, reminding each and every listener here to check out the Elite Force podcast. It's the sci-fi podcast that boldly goes where no fucker has gone before and hopefully never again. So... Be sure to check it out each and every single midweek with Chuck W and with William Walkie Walker and myself laying it down as we see in the realm of science fiction. That be from movies to television to audiobooks to music, etc, etc. So check it out each and every week exclusively on the SNS Radio Network, Chris Jones Gaming Network and the ElitePostPodcast.com. Also available on iTunes. Check it out. I'm not doing another one of these damn adverts, so you better have to check it out. Bye for now. Remember that there are always possibilities. Live long and play longer. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to show you how being a Wrestling News Live family member and diehard listener can change your everyday look on life. Example, here's the brand new commercial from Subway. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. My melt? Yeah, I'm your girlfriend now. Uh, I don't think this is working out. Now let's replay that commercial and show you what Todd would have said to her had he been a member of the Wrestling News Live family. Hi, Samantha. Hi, Todd. Do you want to be my boyfriend? <laughs> sure. Great. Give me a melt. My melt? Yeah, I'm your girlfriend now. Shit, bitch. Who the hell you think you are? Give me my sandwich back. Bitch, please. Better be willing to give me some of that pussy before you get some of my sandwich. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another example of how becoming a member of the Wrestling News Live family helps you live a better life. This is Anarchia, your TNA World Tag Team Champion, and you are listening to Wrestling News Live on the SNS Radio Network. Orale! Oh my, he called for an orderly. Trey, he's trying to help you out there. Oh. I didn't want the other night, boy. I didn't know shit. Oh wait, he said orderly, not orderly. Okay, my bad. Woo! Sometimes it's hard to get those confused. Now, no, good promo from Anarchia. Why is it when I hear that promo, I picture Hunico? 
Go figure. I don't know. Call me crazy, but I, something's happening there. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you there. I don't either. I really don't. So, tell you what, guys, we're going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right here on the program as we've got uh, about about another 40 minutes to go before we close the shop for tonight. So, you can give us a call at 501-588-7957, or you can send your emails to WNLshow at yahoo.com. And uh, we'll read them live right here on the air, as long as they're not novels. Don't write me a novel. Short, sweet, to the point. Wouldn't you agree with that, Trey? I would agree wholeheartedly. Very cool. Hang on a second. I think we've actually got a call coming in. We've got a fucking phone call. Can so you how believe many weeks, it? How many weeks away are we from the Royal Rumble? Uh, it is January 29th, I believe, which not only is that the night of the Royal Rumble, that's also the night of the Wrestling Radio Awards over at AudioWrestling.com. So it's going to be a big night for the SNS Network, I'm hoping. I've got my fingers crossed. I'm hoping we win some awards that night. I'll start getting ready for the uh, Royal Rumble roulette. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that we, I don't know, take home interview of the year with, you know, Shawn Michaels. Go vote now. <laughs> I'm hoping so, man. I'm hoping that we win a lot of awards. But, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not pushing them this year like we did last year. I kind of want to see... Just what happens and let fate be fate. I agree. But, you know, it would also be really nice to see Kevin Nash win media interview of the year for Wrestling News Live. Yeah, I'd dig the shit out of that. Yeah. I'd like to see J.J. Sexay win host of the year. Which you can vote exclusively at www.wrestlingradioawards.com. That was almost a DX promo, wasn't it? It was kind of DX-ish. It was, it was pretty DX-ish, I'll, I'll admit. But. Well, I mean, that's how we started the show when we got together in the first place. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know. Do you still have that old promo that I made announcing the return of the show? Man, I'd like to say that I do, but... I don't know where it's at. I, I, my hard drive has crashed since then. Well, see, mine did too. Remember, I had the computer problems a couple about a year ago, and then everything was wiped, so I don't think I have it anymore. I could probably go off one of the old shows and get it, though. That'd be interesting to hear. So, I'd like to hear that again. That would be kind of funny, but... Uh, so let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Uh, a rather disappointed Bronx. What's up, guys? What's up, man? Happy New Year. You too. And, uh, Trey, I know what you're talking about, man. You know, my, my grandfather was from Indiana, and I don't know if that makes him a redneck, but he listened to a hell of a lot of country music. And <laughs> he, he always told me, he goes, Tony, any man who hits a woman is a piece of shit. So well, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. You know, Good for you, I'll, man. I'll learn one of these days to quit trying to <laughs> stick my nose in other people's business, I guess. But you know, yeah. we won. At the end of the day, it worked out in our favor. I'm just a little sore, so I'll, I'll live. You'll live. But, uh, you know, Raw tonight, here's my problem. Uh, you, you were the one who said it in chat that it's not Jericho. He's working. He's leading up to something bigger. Here's the problem. If it was a work, you had to finish it tonight. Because tonight is the night you freaking told everyone to tune in. Tonight's the night you've been pumping for a month. And basically what you're saying is we want to get as many ratings out of you as we can. So we'll lure you in with something like this and make you wait till next week. No, you promised a big deal right. tonight. And Jericho acted like, I don't know, I think he acted like a dick. Maybe he's supposed to. Well, I don't know. Thing. I mean, I... 
what if, what if, what if, but I mean, what if, you know, Jericho was the big surprise? What if we're just overthinking and overanalyzing? Hey, we're guilty of that. We've been there. We've done that in the past before. I'm just saying that none of it made any goddamn sense. It was like, you know, completely nothing. It had nothing to do with Jericho, those promos. It's not his style, you know. And the fact that he didn't say anything just led me to believe it was a work. But you know what? At the end of the day, it could be just Chris Jericho, and he'll come out next week, cut a promo, and everybody, you know, everything will be back to normal. Hell, who knows? Yeah, but you still, as a fan, you kind of feel cheated. You know, it's like if he if he would have talked and explained himself, I would have been cool with it. Or explain, you know, you know why I'm back and who the she is and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, see, that's where I still think there's more to it. They emphasize she too much. What she is Jericho's life? I mean, I don't know. The first couple promos were. Okay, and then the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, and everything else have heavily to do with she. She said this. She does this. She tells me when. She's, and then tonight, the even the new one for the the return the uh, debut tonight. You know, it said she says it's time. You know, well, who the fuck's she? Right. You know. Can you see him getting in with? Nah. It's just too stupid. It's late. I'm not thinking right. With Ziggs and Vicky, could Vicky be she starting a bigger stable? I mean, it's, what other it's she possible. is there? It's possible. I mean, she could be Vicky seeing the writing on the wall that Dolph is going to win the world title and turn on her. Hmm. You know? I don't know. Well, we're still talking about it, so I guess it did its job. But, I mean, other than that, I have an- another question. JJ, maybe you can answer this one. What is the point of Kane stepping on Cena's throat, beating him down for 25 minutes, setting the ring on fire, and yet Cena no-selling it and going in and dragging Ryder out of the hole? <laughs> I, I, I didn't see that. I didn't take it that way. It's just typical John Cena shit, man. I mean, that's what he does. I mean, he's, Kane's trying to make John Cena hate people. No more rising above the hate. It's all about hate. He's filled with hate. He wants him to join the dark side, join the emperor. Well, I mean, there's so many people who say, you know, Kane shouldn't have been talking, but there's no way it can work with Kane not being able to talk. I mean, and who's going to, you know, wrestling fans have short memories, but not that short. I mean, the, the motherfucker was gone, what, four or five months, and we know he can talk. We know what he looks like. I like the whole Kane thing, but it doesn't have the same mystique it did before because we've seen his face. That's well, the whole... yeah, and, and I, I agree to that point that, yeah, we've seen his face. But, you know, I kind of think that having him come out, cut promos and stuff, really kind of demeans the character. Kane, when I think of that character, especially with the mask, I think of a tortured soul that doesn't say a word. He goes out there and he just lays you to fucking waste. You know, if they would have done this for a month where Kane just went out and randomly beat the shit out of people, never said a fucking word, maybe it would work. But him going out there and cutting a promo and getting all psychological and shit, no, fuck that. It's stupid. I mean, they have killed Kane. That character is dead. It died in 2003 when they took the fucking mask off of him. At the garden, man, I never forget it. 
It's but, just, it, um, just, it just doesn't work. I mean, and I know that I'm not working for the WWE, and I'm not one of their fucking bookers, and I'm just an armchair quarterback that thinks he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And so be it, you know. I'll never work for that company. That's fine. You know, I'd like to think that on any given night, I'd come up with a better scenario. I'm not saying that I could, but I'd like to think that I could. Well, I mean. Yeah, I said it, I said it in the chat room. You know, it would have been really, really cool and creepy at the same time. Kane's music hit and he wasn't there. And they, you know, where's Kane? Where's Kane? Well, you know, well, well Michael Cole and, and them talking. And then, boom, the fire hits and his music starts again. And he's got Jericho by the collar dragging his dead, lifeless body to the ring, you know, and just kind of leaves him there halfway on the ramp and gets in the ring and wrestles the match. And when the match is over, goes back, grabs Jericho, and pulls him back up the ramp backstage. You know, that that's a really good point, and I'm, I'm going to stray a little bit. Bear with me, guys. I talked a little bit earlier about the best of WCW video, okay? Mm-hmm. Watching that, especially when the NWO was in when it's was in its infancy, okay, before we knew that there were uh, every fucking member of the roster was part of the NWO. I mean, I'm talking like right after Hogan turned, and then you had Hall and Nash invading the the television tapings there at, at Orlando, where specifically the night I'm talking about was when Hall and Nash laid waste to everybody in the back when Rey Mysterio came out of the trailer and Nash lawn darted him. Going back and watching that footage now. You know, this happened in 96. Watching that now, it was so well done. You know, the fact that you had everybody laid out and Steve Mongo McMichael was going nuts. These guys get away with everything. And, nah, 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 nah. and you know, the, the cops actually showed up on the set because they thought there was an actual riot or a fucking rumble going down. Okay. Why not do something like that with Kane? Where this guy's just beating the shit out of people. Nobody can stop him. He's just attacking people in the back. And, you know, you find this superstar laid out. Or you find this superstar laid out. And you have an eyewitness. Oh, Kane came and he just, like, beat the shit out of everybody and left. To me, that would be much more, a much better emphasis on what they could be doing with this character. As opposed to, Cena, you need to fucking hate people because people hate you and blah, blah, blah. Come join the dark side and I'm getting all psychological and blah, 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 blah. It just it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't fucking work. WCW did a lot of things wrong, but they did some things right, and that's one of them. And I think that that scenario could be applied to a guy like Kane. Maybe that's just me thinking outside the box. I agree. Hell no. You're talking to a WCW fan. I mean, I tuned Vince out for months watching WCW back in the day. I, I hear what you're saying. or what you, I was just thinking of this, what you could have did. You have Zack Ryder actually fall into that hole and Cena can't catch him. The next week, you have fucking Kane on the, you know, on the Titantron with Zack Ryder like tied up, being tortured and shit. And you have him say, you know, see, this is what hate's all about, Cena. Only you can save him. And you keep Ryder off fucking Twitter. Except once in a while he tweets, uh, Kane has allowed me to, to tweet this to you, broskies. Please beg John to help me. Beg John to help me. And at the Royal Rumble, you have John Cena against Kane in a battle for, like, Ryder's soul or Ryder's life. I could have even dug some shit like that. That would have been cool. I can agree with that. 
just my fantasy booking taken off. You know, I, I could have seen something like that. Just, you know, if you really, the best way to hurt somebody and get them to think the way you do, and I know this sounds sadistic, and I'm just doing this from a booking standpoint, is how do you hurt someone? You hurt somebody that they love or care about, and Cena seems to care about Zack Ryder. So you could have did it that way. Shit, instead of having Kane show up tonight, Cena mentioned his dad. He mentioned that promo. I almost thought you were going to see Kane break into Cena's father's house and beat the shit out of him. That could have even worked. But what they did tonight was just kind of, nah, I don't know, kind of lame. I agree. I, I <laughs> just, I, seriously, first Raw, right out the gate, 2012, and I'm like, why did I bother watching this shit tonight? I mean, I'm serious. I would have much rather jumped on my video game tonight, played some WWE 12 in my universe, and been just as fucking happy to talk about that than what I saw on, on wrestling tonight. I even went on Twitter and said, what the fuck, WWE? Why am I still watching this crap? Like, I mean, that's how fucked up I thought tonight was. Well, someone in the chat, I can't remember who it is, said the worst Raw of 2012 oh wait <laughs> hey if this is how it's gonna start i mean i might have to like not start watching raw again i don't know let's have to see what happens wnl might be a whole different show <laughs> in the next coming weeks yeah i i hear you man it's like it, it's getting it tonight it almost scared me because tonight was wasn't it so russo i hate to say it wasn't it so fucking russo no, because David Arquette didn't come in and win the championship. Had he had he done that, then I would have said, "Yeah, it's Russo." Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I mean, it's like I, I just, you know, and their ratings are going to be. I guarantee you, if they break down the ratings, the ratings will have dropped about halfway through that Jericho thing. I mean, he milked it too much. There's milking it, and then there's getting sickening. I mean, it was like three minutes into it, I'm like, "No, okay, Jericho, you're going to fucking say something." Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> All right, guys, very happy New Year, Trey. Feel better, and that motherfucker will get what's coming to him. You know, he, oh, he is. <laughs> he well, he's getting, you know, he's getting it now. Now he is the woman. So well, you know, know it's yeah. like to be slapped around. To quote Jim Carrey from uh, from Batman Forever: "Riddle me this, riddle me that." Trey got beat with a big fucking bat. Oh, I didn't man, get beat with a big on, fucking dude. bat. I ended up winning. I. I uh, I walked away. He walked away in handcuffs. So. I hear you, man. I hear you. But you still took a shot to the ribs, which sucks, man. But yeah. yeah, but you know what? Four is usually better than two on most nights. It just wasn't that night. Well, no shit. No shit. I think it's pretty shitty to fucking hit somebody from behind, though, with a face. First of all, it's shitty to hit anybody with a fucking Well, weapon. the way it went down was the guy that started it all was on this friend of mine. And when I went over there and pulled him off, he swung at me, and I swung at him, and we both kind of missed. And then he swung at me again, and I just – there was a car – his car was there with the door open. I just kind of threw him into the car and shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of took him out of the equation for a minute. And he handed – I guess he handed the bat to his friend at the passenger side, which was the opposite of where I was. And the guy snuck around behind, and as I was about to beat on his other buddy, he hit me in the back. And I guess with my adrenaline going, I just turned around and with my left arm, I just wrapped wrapped him up with the bat and bounced his head off the car, and he fell down. And I hit the other guy, and that's about the time the cops showed up. No. I guess you're lucky that it wasn't one of those, uh, you know, 
knife to a to a gun party. You know what I'm saying? Well, that or I'm lucky he didn't decide to swing and hit me in the head because he would have hit me. I had no idea he was he was behind me until he hit me. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, man. at the end of the day, two of them two of them went to jail. Two of them ran. They didn't catch the other two. The girl's okay, and they're in jail, and I'm in pain. So I guess there wasn't a real winner, but. No, I hear you. Well, I got a better one, and then I'll go. Riddle me that. Riddle me this. That guy's ass is now as wide as an abyss. (laughs) There you go. At the end of the day, at least she's okay. That was the whole reason for the whole thing anyway. And that's that's all that matters. All right, fellas. You have a good night. All right, man. Happy New Year. Thank you, man. I couldn't have slept that night knowing I just sit there and watch some girl get attacked by a group of guys. That just wasn't going to happen. No, that's bullshit. I'd have fucking jumped in on that. Let's go back to the phone lines. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? It's happened to be Mr. William Walkie Walker. What's up? See, Walkie would have jumped up, in dude? on that, too, because Walkie's a stand-up guy. Mm. He is. He is. I am. I am. I, I don't... Some, people, some people can call me the teddy bear of the IWC. He'd have pulled, out the, he'd, he'd have pulled out the pickle and whooped some ass. I'm telling you. I, I, don't, I don't wish the, the uh, uh, pain I'm going through on anybody, but, you know, at least, like I said, Justice was served. That's all that matters, my man. That's all that matters. So what's going on, Walkie? Well, well, well. What the fuck did I see tonight? You tell me, <laughs> and then we'll both know. Because I'm. Totally I, I, I don't know. Well, let's just say, let's just say this. Why two J's return? It's got to be the worst return in the history of uh, of the WWE. But it didn't have to be. That's what sucks. Well, you it, know. It did it or didn't? It, it's pretty much fact. It's it's pr- it's pretty much was the worst return I've ever seen him seen ever. You know, I can agree to the I can agree to the fact that you know it shouldn't be it shouldn't have been, and we and we could have gone on and you know see it tell tell what we could do. Let me ask you something. But, hmm. If you're the guy with the checkbook, right, and you're writing the checks to the production company that put together those six or seven It Begins videos. Did you get your money's worth on a Jericho run laps around the fucking ring? Absolutely not. I mean, that's what bothers me. I agree with you. You're not alone. I mean, if we had to go through for about an entire month, an entire month of those promos, and, you know, it's, it's, it's cool with the whole discussion that everyone on the Internet is having about, you know, who it is, is it The Undertaker, is it Jericho, and you can tell on his Twitter that Jericho's like dumbing this down, saying it's not me, it's not me, it's not that, it's not that. Then earlier today, earlier today, there was this, this picture that somebody took of Jericho just standing there with no hoodie, not just, not even making one single attempt, one single attempt to hide the fact that he's actually there. You know, to me, that's the first thing for me, that's what killed his return tonight. And then tonight, when he actually showed up, said nothing, overacted as hell, made himself look like a complete, complete jackass in front of the entire world. He oversold worse than Shawn Michaels versus Hogan. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he overacted. It's just like, I mean, come on. You I mean, you're back in the WWE. I really don't care from now, from now on what he does. You know, at least say something. I mean, I, well, I guess... I mean, and what really sucks is that, you know, they lured guys like me in with those promos. I, I, I haven't been this interested in something happening on WWE programming in a long, long time. 
And I even went in and broke down the promos, tried to figure out what they were saying, you know, got all cryptic and shit. And to to get this as the payoff, I'm just like, yeah, it's like going trick or treat and getting a band aid in your fucking basket. What I, bitch, I don't want this. Well, Chuck and I have been talking uh, uh, during those uh, promos, and then him and I was like, like debating on who it is. And I've always thought, just by looking at it, that it just can't be Jericho. That's just not his style. I mean, I agree with you completely. You said it earlier, Trey. It's just not his style. I mean, I thought I was about convinced that Taker was going to come back. I mean, I, I mean, hell. Well, it, I mean, even, all... even, even with what it was, even with those promos not making sense for Jericho and the Jericho debuting, they were heel promos. Good guys don't come back to change the world as we know it, and you don't try to put fear in the hearts of the public. You know, good guys are there to defend that, not promote that. And these are promos talking about how she is in charge and she will tell me when to go and she will tell me when to come back and all this bullshit trying to scare you, you know, and putting him in the corner like he'd done something wrong and he was on timeout and all that shit. That, that, those were heel promos. And then he came out as the ultimate baby face on crack. Yeah. I mean, I crack yeah, you baby, for- Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go run around my room for a few minutes. Yeah! 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 I mean, here's the thing. I mean, my, correct me if I'm wrong, but in recent history, even going back to when Triple H came back about near about close to 10 years ago, that when he came, he, he when he got injured in 2001, he was a heel. He came back. He was his monster baby face because everyone was glad to see him. I mean, that almost seemed like the ultimate, you know, blend when somebody is gone for that long. And then Jer- they come back. Everyone was so excited to have him back. I mean, why not just suck in the moment of being back and then turn him heel? I mean, yeah, right now, I just yeah, don't give two shits yeah. what, what Jericho does. Oh, fuck. Because he made I'm himself look like an idiot. Sorry, I'm blown up. I just ran around the freaking room. Oh, okay. you get- yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> You're blown yeah. up. I couldn't even get up down out of my chair fast enough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally blown up now. Thank you. You know, tonight's Raw is just, I said it on, on the SNS Facebook page. You know, for, for what I saw tonight, I am absolutely glad that I host an internet radio show that doesn't talk about professional wrestling. Yeah, I, I had full intention to coming on here and doing a show and just calling it Unplugged and letting us talk about video games all night. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind doing an episode of the Elite Force podcast and, t- and doing the entire thing away from this shit. But you know what's ironic? And granted, it's the first show of the year and we've been off for a week. But we are still about 20 live listeners over what we've been for the last month and a half. Well, the fact that that we're talking about it, you know, can sometimes give give justice to what we saw tonight. You know, but in, in the end, I mean, if this is... I'm with you, JJ. If this is how WWE is going to be for 2012... I may have to make that decision, and I hate and I hate to say and I hate to say that for being a longtime fan. Uh, hang on a second. I want to. Uh, you guys are talking about something in the chat room, Trey, uh, ZMG, and I may as well break this to everybody else. Um, I have found a way around something on the the cause. You can actually, you can change moveset of cause that you download. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna break this exclusively. I just I just took the fact that you couldn't from you because I hadn't tried. 
I figured out the way around it. You cannot view the character. If you view it, then download it, you cannot change it. If you download it and view it after the fact, you can edit the character itself and the moveset. So, from now on, if you see a character on Xbox Live that you want and you don't like the moveset, actually just download it first. And if you don't like it, get rid of it. But you download it first, then you can view it, and then you shouldn't. You should have a problem. I've done this with several. There's a lot of Ultimate Warriors. There's one online that's awesome. It's got the WrestleMania Seven attire against the Macho Man, mm. and I had to readjust some of the moves. So you just download it first, then you view it after you download it. Yeah. Speaking of created wrestlers, um, there's a guy named Dre Forty One, who is. Uh, if you go to the list of top creators or most, you know, whatever you call it, most wanted or whatever, he's number one on the list. Um, he's actually going to be on Unplugged also to talk about creating wrestlers and uh, how long he's been doing it and all the wrestlers that he's created, which are uh, ask JJ. This guy's the man when it comes to that shit. Oh, yeah. We're going to we're going to bring him on Unplugged and, uh, you know, kind of highlight some of the characters he's made. And that's something we're going to do on that show. We're going to highlight guys that put work into into doing this stuff and you know really kind of get with our community our family if you will but i'm with you walkie i mean i obviously i do wrestling shows and after tonight man i'm 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 spent i just got back from a week's vacation of not doing wrestling shows mind you i was still working i just wasn't working doing radio shows and i was excited about coming back tonight i was looking forward to it and Raw just sucked the life out of me, okay? It just completely sucked everything out of me tonight. Yeah. Like, generally, I'd be excited to do the show and then jump on WWE 12 for a little bit. Not tonight. Show's over. I'm going back to Batman. Actually, that was what I was playing. I might have to go back to that pretty soon after I get to all talk with you guys. I was playing Arkham City, enjoyed the hell out of it. Now after I see Raw, I'm like thinking, what the fuck? <laughs> I gotta tell you, man. That Arkham City, once I started playing it, I couldn't put it down. Yeah, man. Badass, man. I mean, I owned it for about a week before I ever Mm. put it in my Xbox. Because you got to remember, I got like five games in a two-week period, you know. And uh, I was just playing everything but Batman. And then I thought, well, I'm going to try it out. Put it in. Couldn't stop playing it. I beat the story mode. And and when I beat the story mode, I was at like 40% complete. Hmm. I still had that much shit left to do on the game because there's so many side missions. Yeah. Like after you beat the game, stick around for the credits because the credits are very, very interesting. Especially towards what could possibly be the next installment of Batman. But there are so many Easter eggs and so many things that you got to see, like Croc in the sewers. That's easy to miss. You know what I mean? And if you don't go back and check it out, you miss out on something very cool in the game. You know? And then, you know, spoiler alert, but, you know, you finally go in after the end. I'm just not going to say what happens, but after the end, or after the credits roll, if you go back to that game account, as if you're going to play it again, you have the option to start from the beginning, which will be right below the... uh, little icon where you can start where you've been playing there's an icon that opens up below it that lets you play from the beginning but much harder and it is much much harder trust me 
But uh, if you play the game you've been playing, you start off as Catwoman and you do a couple more missions as Catwoman, and then Batman comes in, and you get to play more as the Batman. And, you know, like I said, spoiler alert, I'm not going to say what happens at the end, but one of the Easter eggs that you find, one of the riddles that you uh, can solve or zoom in on, and one of them is uh, Scarecrow's Mask. Um, one of them is uh, Harley Quinn's pregnancy test that is positive. Oh, you know, so there's a lot of cool things left to do. And I'm just now going back to the Joker's lair to go down to the basement and get the stolen shit that he got from Mr. Freeze. So what you're telling me is, and I knew about this pregnancy test thing, but what you're telling me is not only did the Joker knock her around, but he knocked her up too? Knocked her around and knocked her up. <laughs> <laughs> and they did such a good job on those. You know, when you die and then they come on and they say something to you. Well, Harley Quinn's a hot little motherfucker. Yeah, she is. Harley Quinn's always one of my favorite characters in the, the Batman universe. So, yeah. I, I, but the cool the, thing is, before, 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 not to spoil anything, but before we got to the end of the game, and Horseman and I are playing this together, but we're playing online. We're playing the, the game, but we're talking to each other online while we play. Obviously, you can't play together, but we were at or about the same spot in the game. So, if one thing happened to somebody that was a little bit ahead, we didn't try to spoil it. And you know how I told you he's afraid of that shit that jumps out and scares you out of nowhere? When you go into the Joker's lair at the end, towards the end of the game, and that uh, doctor bitch jumps out from around the corner and hits you with the bat. Yeah. Yeah. I heard I heard him before. Because he was ahead of me. And I heard him go, oh, God damn it, you little bitch. <laughs> and then a little bit later, he was like, he was like, I was, he was like I'm not going to tell you what happens, but I'm going to listen to see what it, your response is. Of course, it didn't scare me nearly as bad as it did him. Nice. That almost sounded like like a like a precursor to be ready for what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I've 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 played the game a lot. I mean, Chuck W. who's in the chat room right now said I've been about four times. It's actually about true. Um, actually, because um, I'm actually quite farther than you on the game because um, the one. Two. I said four. Never mind. Um. <laughs> The thing that I've I played it the one I've got played so far I'm up about fifty nine percent through. So See, I haven't so done I haven't done any of the identity theft storyline. I just did yeah. the first corpse where you're tracing the blood. I, I just did that, and uh, um, I also just got the icon for uh, what's his name, the sniper guy, long shot or whatever. What's that guy's mm -hmm. name? Deadshot. Deadshot. Uh, the one, the little deal where uh, Oracle comes on and says, uh, "The second shot has been fired. His second victim is in this vicinity." That's where I'm at now. Yeah, it takes a little bit to uh, it takes a little bit to find the bodies, but you know, it, you I managed to, to find it and beat it and all that. But um, but no, I'll, it's, tell what, let, I'll tell you what let me down and what had my attention, kind of like this Jericho promo thing, was Zaz. Was you know following those phone calls until you finally traced him down, and then when you did find him, all you did was hit him one time, and it was over. Yeah, he kind of makes him like a wuss, don't you think? <laughs> I was like, damn, I was expecting a real knockdown drag out with this motherfucker, and it was nothing. Yeah, but it was the same way. It was the same way in Arkham. Uh, he wasn't that hard to beat in the first game. Yeah, Arkham Asylum, he is basically the same way. It just kicked him and he's down. Yeah, now granted, you had a lot of things you had to do before you could get to him. 
But, you know, he was kind of a bitch to, to fuck with. I mean, that, that's how it is with women who, guys who brutalize women. It's, you know, Zaz right. was like that, you know. He was a brutalizer of women, so he got his. Now, in the end. How, JJ, you've played, you've played the new one, haven't you? What, uh, Arkham City? Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm close to the end. I haven't beat it yet, but I'm close. Because, okay. see, it was really funny because Horseman was telling me, and this is another spoiler, so if you're playing, don't listen right now. But when you get to be Catwoman and you have the choice of either leaving with the loot or going back to save Batman, he goes, fuck Batman, I, I just took the loot and ran. Yeah. And, I, and it rewinds everything back to where you have to go save Batman. But see, I didn't do that. I just dropped the loot, and she says, oh, Selena, when did you develop a conscience? And the next thing you know, you're going to save Batman. But I will say this, that Talia chick that's in the game as Bruce's love interest, Kudos to Rocksteady for making the nicest ass on a fucking computer-generated character I've ever seen in my life. Well, you know that oh, yeah, she's, yeah. she's actually the mother of his, his child. See, I don't know much about that storyline. Yeah, he, she actually had a, had a son from Bruce. So I, I didn't know that. I just yeah. knew that they'd been a love interest and she knew his secret identity. But above all and beyond all, she had the most amazing ass I've ever seen on a video game in my life. Like, seriously, how many people know Bruce's identity? I mean, you know, fucking Alfred lets Vicky Vale in the goddamn Batcave. You got mm-hmm. this Talia Al Ghul knows who the fuck he is. Here's what pisses me off, and I was going to call in on Unplugged on Friday, but I got busy. Um, here's my question. If Doctor Strange knows that Bruce is Batman, and Batman is Bruce, and he's the one talking to the helicopters. As Doctor, if you, if you play the game, Doctor Strange is kind of acting like uh, the police dispatch. Like all the police and the, and the guards call into him for what to do and you know when to do it. And the helicopter will go, we've got a uh, positive sighting on the Batman. He's uh, kicking a lot of ass right now. Well, if he knows I'm Batman and Batman's Bruce Wayne and he's the one that put me in there, why doesn't he have any of them motherfuckers attack me? No, just They're basically tracking your movements. They have bigger plans for you. Exactly. I'm like, I'm like that doesn't make any goddamn sense. So. It's all part of the master plan or, or, or something like that, but yeah. Well, Protocol 10 sucked. Yep. Protocol 11 wasn't too bad. Yeah, it led into an epic scene. Well, see, y- y'all are getting above where I've been, so don't don't spoil it for me. I felt like all the time you said spoilers, Trey. I hate to bring a sci-fi reference, but the only thing I can think of is from, uh, from Doctor Who... Uh, um, I can't remember her name, but every time like says it says spoilers. <laughs> you know that I get I am so afraid of heights in real life that at the end when you're in that wonder tower and you're up at the very tip top of that motherfucker, I could hardly play that game because it was so I just knew that Batman was just even watching through Batman's eyes, I was getting sick to my stomach. Yeah. Yep. Walk anything else, brother? Well, uh, thank you, Ashley. Uh, River Song was the character, but um, I want to go on one thing, you know, kind of going back to what my thoughts about at the beginning of the call is um, I, I was I was I was skimming through Twitter after Raw happened and to see the reaction that goes around. And I happened to catch uh, The Rock's tweet uh, to Jericho and it kind of it kind of kept, kept me baffled a little bit. I mean, he said um to Jericho, I am Jericho. Hell of a 
hell of a kick-ass return. Welcome back, my friend. Look forward to having some fun with you. So apparently he enjoyed what Jericho did tonight. And I responded. That's basically saying to The Rock, sorry sorry to say this, Rock, because I like you, but hashtag boots to Rock's ass. Oh, you know, I'm sure he won't follow you now, Walkie. You done pissed him off. Oh, well, I doubt he'll even say a word. Even if he does it, I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's just tonight just felt baffling to me, and I just I don't know. We'll just have to see. Well, I'm gonna go ahead. <laughs> is that is that Javi Sensei or Javi Sensei in the chat room? How do I pronounce that? <laughs> I have no idea. Just, anyway, he says Trey can take a bat to the ribs. Not afraid of anything. Let me retort. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't openly take a bat to the ribs. I was ambushed with a bat to the ribs. There's a difference. Oh, come Had on, I Trey. known the motherfucker was coming up behind me, I wouldn't have just stood there and said, hit me. Bullshit. Trey cut a promo and said, motherfucker, give me your best shot. He pulled out a baseball bat popped him upside the Oh, my ribs. God. I wish it would have been that easy. I got the fuck out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, was it Sting or was it somebody else? No shit. Fucking Sting comes up from behind and hits him with a bat. Oh. On that oh note. <laughs> All right, Walkie, we'll talk to you later, man. Yeah, I should go ahead and go. You guys have a good one. All right, man. I mean, I hate to ru- ruin, you know, Javi's image of me because he thinks that I'm invincible and I'm not afraid of anything, which I'm not afraid of lot. Heights is one of them. I will tell you that. Heights is, is definitely one of them. Nope, I hear you. <laughs> Dan uh... Dizzle says it was Albert Pujols. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's go back to the phone lines and uh, no, take another call. Laugh, dude. That ain't funny. Albert Pujols. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Uh, this is Anthony. Hey, Anthony, what's up? What's up, dude? Uh, uh, first off, I hope you guys had a happy new year. Uh, yeah. Not so much. <laughs> it's You know, I I, I got to concur. Mine wasn't great either. I, I've, had a, I've, had, I've had a rough I've week. I've had better. I, I didn't get yeah, hit in the ribs with a bat, but, uh, yeah, I, I feel Trey's pain. You had to watch Raw. Yeah, yeah, that, that wouldn't hurt anybody. We had to endure raw. That's one thing, yeah. And to those in the yeah, chat room that, that think that we're absolutely crazy for bitching about this Jericho thing, fuck off. It's our opinion. I don't really give a shit if you agree. You're entitled to your own. Fuck off if you don't like it. Seriously. I didn't see anybody bitching. I guess. Oh, I, sure I, there was some people saying that we're not seeing the big picture and that we're being too negative. No, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there is a bigger picture because tonight was like, an invitation to a party where two people showed up. No, I hear I you. got there. I got there and I looked around. And I went, well, "This is fucking lame as shit." Call I back, was looking Anthony. Looking forward to this party. Apparently, we lost you our know? call. I, I did nothing, by the way. I mean tonight's 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 build up or tonight's you know big to do about nothing. You know, I was I was I was excited about tonight, like like. More excited than I've been for Christmas. More excited than I've been for Raw in a long, long time. You know, and then to finally get to the party, which was the payoff tonight. You know, I'd sit here and go, wow, this is it? This is what I waited for an entire month for? Wow, this sucks. No. You know, I hope there's a big payoff. I hope you're right. I hope I don't. I hope I am missing the big picture. Yavi Sensei has a question of the night. Would you rather take Trey's bat to the ribs or JJ's stop sign to the head? I don't know. JJ's stop sign to the head is pretty intense. I, 
I can tell you the chair shot I took to the head doesn't feel nothing like the bat I took to the ribs. I, I did, and, get, I, and, and I lost a tooth in that bat in that in that chair to the head ordeal. Well, I I got a concussion out of the stop sign, so that wasn't great. Let me tell you. So we've we've got Anthony back. Anthony, you there? Uh, yeah. What happened, man? I, I don't know. Vincent Mang might have heard me talk about Raw and just cut me off. Maybe, maybe. What's on your mind, brother? Uh, first of all, Trey, I commend you for just standing up and saying, heck, I'm going to get my ass kicked, but I'm going to freaking protect that girl, lady. Well, I went in there knowing the odds were against me. <laughs> I, won't, I won't lie and say I dove right in. I calculated my options, but at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I wouldn't have slept well that night knowing some little girl got hurt. I'm telling well, you, man. I, you're not going to sleep that well with her ribs. Yeah. But still. I'm watching the replay of Raw right now because I left the channel on the score. And Jericho just made his, his way out there. He's in the ring with the microphone, and he's running around the ring with his fucking, you know, glowing Liberace jacket. I mean, dude, seriously. I don't know what, what well, he homo done he stole that from, but Jesus Christ, man. I appreciate the jacket and the fact that he was doing the arms out Jericho pose, and that was all that was lit up. That was cool, but he should have taken it off right then and walked to the ring. I... I I'm just I'm baffled. I mean that's that's the only thing I can say. I mean I understand some some people's points that yeah, he did it to mock the fans. It was a very heelish thing to do, but it just comes across really flat and retarded. I'm sorry. I, you know. Well, I mean I don't want to come off as uh, you know, queer eye for a straight guy here, but you know, like I said, he should have taken the jacket off. Maybe had a new T-shirt to debut, something, you know, but to wear that blinking motherfucker around the ring the whole time was kind of gay. You know what? Jericho could walk into any gay bar in America with that jacket on and be the belle of the ball. If that was his if that was his goal for his return tonight, he succeeded. Hey, Jericho, call Marty Gennetti. He knows where one is. <laughs> he'll give you direction. <laughs> Just don't, don't ask Sean to go with you. Don't ask Sean to go with you because he'll probably give you a kick in the chin. <laughs> like he hasn't had that before. The only thing he ever... I, I, I did mention that to Sean on Twitter. Yeah, what did he say? Laugh out loud. That was all he would give me. Really? So he knew what you were talking about then? Oh, uh, he knew. Okay. Well, how could you not know? Okay, well. Still. I mean, if, if you've never been in a gay bar but once, you remember the time that you were at the gay bar. <laughs> I just imagine. I like that, how you corrected yourself. I just imagine. <laughs> no, I've been in a gay bar. I've picked up a lot of hot chicks in gay bars. Well, because, you know, women feel safe there. They feel safe there. That's where the best cocaine is, usually. Yeah, true that, true that. And Trey didn't say what bar he was where you got beat up at. No, I wasn't at a bar. Trey, you want to confess? I was, this didn't happen at a bar. Well, I mean, kind of it did. It happened, in the parking right, lot. Yeah. it happened in the parking lot where a bar is. We'll just put it that way. All right, getting away from the creptacular that was raw on the fiasco of the Jericho thing. Hey, don't diminish, our, don't diminish our Christmas show by calling it the same thing as Raw. Hey, hey, I will put my Christmas show up against Raw any day of the fucking week. Yeah. Okay, the fucktacular. Y you were entertained by the craptacular, thank you very much. Dr. Dre says they told you they were chicks. Well, Dre, let me tell you something, buddy. I wasn't good in school, I know that, but when I got their pants off and they didn't have a penis, they qualified. All right, oh, but man. with Orton get apparently legitimately hurt, probably, how is that going to affect probably how SmackDown WWE is going to do? 
How? I'm sorry. What was the question? Uh, would apparently Orton out for a while because of an injury? Um, how is that going to affect SmackDown and overall WWE? It's got. It's just a work. Orton's not really hurt. This is this is a well, work. you know what? It's, we we talked about this back. I believe when he was feuding with Mark Henry, and we were trying to figure out who was going to go over in that feud. And JJ and I kind of talked about this on the SNS pay-per-view show. What's left for for what, what what's really left for Orton to do? Nothing. He's done it all. He's beaten everybody on the brand. He's you know, it's time for him to take off for a while. That's exactly what they're doing. It's also time for him to help put other guys over, and that's what they're doing with Barrett. So. He's not really hurt. He didn't fail a drug test. I know there's a rumor he going has around. He completely elevated Barrett to, I mean, completely elevated Barrett to main event status. I agree. I agree. I just hope they elevate him enough so they change his goddamn theme. Did we? Well, just... they need to change a little bit about Barrett completely. Yeah. I mean, I don't get the whole sailor shit. To each his own, I guess. But Sammy, I tell you what, maybe maybe Jericho should come back and feud with Barrett over the jacket. That'd be fabulous. <laughs> the jacket could use a Barrett barrage. <laughs> I don't know. Then I, they can just then they can become friends over the bar that Marty Janetti mentioned. Pretty much. Pretty I don't much. know about yeah. Anything yeah, else, I'm Anthony? Yeah, I'm getting worse at jokes in Bronx's today, and that's saying something. Yeah, you're Damn. bombing, man. You're bombing. If, if we were oh, well. on stage right now, we'd we'd be getting the hook out. Waka waka waka. Hook me probably beating me up with the hook. Get the tomatoes the ready. Start tossing them. The garage. <laughs> I'll just end this thing saying that even though the raw there was some moments of raw that was good. I mean, the whole thing with the doing with CM Punk, Dolph, and John Laurinaitis is at least somewhat entertaining. I got and the feeling tonight. Like, what what really bothered me was that my prediction was the, the the person that was coming tonight was Vince to take back what is his, which is the WWE. But to be real honest with you, other than what he's doing to CM Punk, Lord Idis hasn't been a complete douchebag. I mean, he he kind of was a babyface general manager when dealing with the Miz, and then gave us a great six man tag, which is what we wanted. You know, it didn't turn out the way we wanted it, but, you know, same difference. The only thing he's doing to be a real douchebag is his problems that he has with CM Punk. Other than that, he's running a pretty good ship. Yeah. So I'll just end the show saying thanks for you guys doing this show, and can we hear what you guys do for, the, for 2012? Well, you know, this is the yeah. last year of our life, so hopefully you guys go out with a bang. Yeah, according to... Uh, what? Nostradamus. Well, the the Mayan calendar specifically. Mayan calendar. Okay. One of the geniuses. Yeah, one of the geniuses. So. I thought my yeah, life was coming to an end when I got hit with the bat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear you. All right, Anthony. Thanks for the call, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. See ya. Bye. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to the phone line and take one more call before we get out of here. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who's this? Hey, it's Loki. How you guys doing? Hey, Loki. What's up? What's up? Oh, man, uh, December 21st needs to be tomorrow, guys. Starting to think you might be right on that one. Because, damn, that shit was was brutal tonight. It was real fucking brutal, man. Is that the Mayan date, December 21st? Yes. Yeah. 
boy, that's going to be a fucking creepy day in history, isn't it? Well, you know what? On, on December 22nd, when we're all laughing about it, <laughs> it'll be great. But, uh, I mean, I hope next week on Raw, you know, Jericho comes out and he's like, you know, starts talking shit to the audience, you know. That being said, yeah. if I if I see fucking, uh, what's his face? If I see, uh, fuck, what is his name? I completely just destroyed that for me. Uh, if I see John Cusack driving a fucking limousine really fast with doors fucking hanging off, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, no shit. Too late. You could have missed your window at that point. Yeah, if Woody Harrelson is standing on, on a fucking mountain in Yellowstone fucking doing a radio show, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge, okay? <laughs> yeah, those are one of the signs of the apocalypse. But, I, I mean, I, just, I don't know what's going on. I mean, usually around this time, you can kind of tell what, you know, what their plans are. I, I can't tell. When Danny Glover oh, becomes president of the United States, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. I mean, usually at this point, we're already trying to figure out who's going to win the Rumble to go on to face, you know, yada, yada, yada. At least we can say this, and it may not be due to their genius booking. It's probably due to their lack thereof. We don't know where the fuck they're going. Yeah, that, that's why, to me, it's, it's bad because it's, it's because of their, you know, their shitty booking that we can't tell what's going on. I want to at least feel like I can figure it out, even when I can't. Just like with the whole right. Jericho Probos, you know, I was trying to figure out who that was going to be, and I had my I had my theory, but at least I had a theory, and I wasn't, you know, a, a pussy and going. I'm not going to say I was very vocal about who I thought it was. I'm okay with losing once in a while, but you know, at least you know they had me thinking. This ship they did with Jericho tonight just it doesn't add up. The, 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 it just doesn't make sense. Okay, hold on a second. I'm, I'm calling a foul here. Don Bronx says we already have a skinny Danny Glover as president. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you compare Danny Glover to fucking Barack Obama? Are you out of your fucking mind? I would I would mark for Danny Glover as president. Barack Obama Barack not so be there. He'd be there five minutes and he'd say, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> but he'd still do a better job than fucking Barack Obama. And now, I think if you. we had if we had uh Mel Gibson as his vice president, that'd be all right. Yeah, that that would be fun. I'd even I'd even I'd even settle for like Carl Weathers, you know, like. Wow, I'm telling you, I, that's saying something. I, and I like Carl Weathers, you know. Action Jackson was pretty cool. Man, and um, and this whole thing with uh, with with Kane and Cena, and uh, I, I'm hoping like at least some match at Royal Rumble, and Kane destroys Cena, and then he has to take time off too. Well, I thought about tonight, my thing, my prediction was we're about to see Cena take some time off. But then again, we're already at the Royal Rumble. He's in a feud with, with Kane. That's got to get done and over with in time for him to move on to the Rock for Mania. Because you can't still be feuding with Kane and jumping into a feud with the Rock. It just doesn't make sense. It wouldn't work out right. So this feud with Kane is going to have to happen and be done with by the time Mania comes around. You know what? Maybe maybe we'll get lucky and Vince McMahon will come back at WrestleMania when Rock is, is, is wrestling John Cena and it'll be for the championship and, you know, he'll throw a chair into John Cena and John Cena will beat the shit out of the Rock. Oh, wait, that happened at WrestleMania 17. Maybe it'll happen again. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, I don't know, man. This is... You know, if John Cena turns heel, it'll be just as bad as when fucking Stone Cold did. That was not a very memorable run. I mean, the best thing Stone Cold did in that wow. whole run was 
do shit that tried to where he tried to be entertaining. I mean, you know, singing shit like I am the champion and the whole Kurt Angle thing with the cowboy hats. That was the only thing that salvaged that heel run for Austin. That's it. Everything else that's was just That's because he was bad. too hurt to wrestle. Exactly. And I feel like if they turn him heel, that's exactly what you're going to get. I just don't think it'll be good TV. But then again, I didn't think tonight was good TV. It's my prerogative. I agree. Oh, well, let's go. Uh, we lost our caller, so unfortunately we wish him adieu. Thanks for the call. Low key, and let's go to the phone lines. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. This is our last call tonight. Who's this? Hey, yo, guys, it's L Train. Happy New Year. L Train, hey, what's, what's going up, on, man? dude? Hey, what's going on with you? Uh, boy, a lot of mixed emotions tonight for Raw, huh? Mixed, yeah. It's Pretty it's much. like it's like a mixed bag of nuts, man. Uh, well, uh, before I go into, um, I think, what everybody has been talking about lately, uh, Trey, I want to tip my hat to you, man. I know you're uh, feeling rather sore after what sounds like a, was a pretty rough uh, week or two off. But, man, I know that pain you're feeling. I know it was worth it. You'd do it again in a heartbeat, man. Being able to stop someone who's laying his hands on a woman in a violent way, I got to tip my hat to you, man. That's that's hey, that's some shit that a real man does. I appreciate it. My uh, my ribs may think otherwise right now, but I appreciate it. Yeah, I probably would do it again. I just probably would try to do it differently, maybe. <laughs> well, try not to throw any sort of thing that might make you laugh out there, but uh, to put a little amendment on uh, what J.J. was quoting from Batman Forever, it's a good thing that didn't happen in St. Throw the Third because then he'd be saying, riddle me this, riddle me that, Trey got hit with a dildo bat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Ow. It was the fucking foreign kid hitting him with a dildo. Oh, <laughs> fuck me, that hurts. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, as far as the uh, big story, which is, of course, the uh, Jared Troll is already making the rounds online, um, I saw it. I was waiting for something, in all honesty. There's there's at least two theories that I've seen, one of which is my own. One of my buddies is thinking that what he did out there tonight, it's going to be perhaps a recurring thing that he's going to come out and cycle through all of his old gimmicks until he goes back to the boring, stagnant, you know, monotone, you know, slow-talking, enunciating every word that he says, gimmicks that he had back when he turned heel in 2008 and so on. Um, I, I see where he's thinking that. My my vision of what we saw here tonight. I mean, you saw Jericho out with you know all the all the excitement, grinning ear to ear, getting the crowd behind him and all that. From what I saw, and obviously I have no clue if this is the direction they want to go with this. Um, to me, it was sort of like the guy who like if there's like I. I Maybe I'm just throwing this out there because he's actually in a, in a rock band, but it's like the guy who's going out to get, who's been gone for a few months or years or so, who's looking to get that last big hurrah from everybody who remembers him and is just, you know, playing it up, playing it up and playing it up, getting everybody to cheer for him, give every ounce of energy that he has. And he goes out there and he's just standing out there like, they remember me. They still remember me. And that's all he's going out there for. He's trying to cash in on what he what he did have, what he's what he's been going off of for the past few years or so. And when you see him leaving and going back up the ramp, 
like that was all he was going out there for. He wasn't going out for anything else. He was just going out there to get that thrill of the people seeing him and not doing shit. You you kind of get what I'm saying there? Yeah, I hear you. I got it. I mean, um, I mean, I don't know. I I seriously doubt they would be trying that again next week. But that's that's just how it seemed to me. I mean, obviously it sure as hell didn't go over well. But for some reason, I'm just thinking. Maybe that's the the way that they're going, and I think what it, what everybody's saying is that it's it's like a slow, well, probably not slow right now, but sort of sort of a heel turn that they're going with since you know everybody's expecting it to wind up being Jericho versus a uh, uh, Punk at twenty eight. Do, do, um, do you know what you know what Jericho's return reminded me of tonight? Uh, you know the whole playing to the crowd bit and in, in the fucking ring. It reminded me of like a, a fucking. Something like Bob Barker would do on The Price is Right, you know? Like he'd play to the crowd, or to me, it just it came off game show a host cheesy, okay? Right. It just, um, it just didn't work. I mean, I felt like he was doing Dancing with the Stars, not a return to Raw, you know? I, yeah, I just, I don't know. Well, figure off of uh, what I think, uh, Trey, I think it was you who said that None of the stuff uh, fit in with all the all the promos they were going off with. I I think it was the last Wrestling News Live two weeks ago. Wasn't it Mike who uh, had called in and he was sort of breaking down what his thoughts were as to what the whole promo meant, like the whole dropping the ball thing and the girls representing Punk and it was him picking up and running with the ball. Was is uh, does, you think that still kind of like pertains to uh, what we saw tonight, even though. It, Really didn't make that much make that much sense. Well, had he come out and done a promo and said something about the vignettes, and he even had he come out and got a promo and even addressed the videos, it would have been one thing. But he didn't, so it's at this point we can't link him to anything because he didn't say anything. So we don't know where he fits in with all of it. I just know from what I watched in those videos to what I saw tonight, there are two totally different things. Uh, well, we're all we're all talking about that. Something it would probably help yeah. if it was a lot. If it was a lot um, more of a positive light, but uh, I I have I mean, no had, clue. Like I said, had, had he come out and said anything that related to those promos, then I'd say, okay, well, yeah, they duped me, they got me. But he didn't yeah. say anything, so I can't I can't attach him to those promos. He didn't say anything besides yeah. What was that? What was that? Uh, fuck! What was that presidential guy that was that was running a couple of years ago that was doing that? Oh, uh, 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 McCain. No, it wasn't Howard, McCain. Howard Dean. Howard Dean. Oh, Howard yeah. Dean. Yeah. Was, no, McCain never did that shit. <laughs> been cooler to be done. See, I, I would have uh, voted the fuck out of out of McCain if he didn't pick a dumb bitch for a fucking running mate. Don't you know? Sarah Palin. She's the devil. Don't you know? She's hot though. Yeah, but dumb as a I'd fucking fu- brick. I'd fuck her. Well, I'd fuck her too, but she's dumb as a brick. I'm, let me, let me, I'd fuck her if I wasn't married, but dumb right, as a brick. Right, right. I mean, hey, my uh, theory on Palin is she didn't even finish the term in her own state, let alone the, what would she do if she got elected to run the country. I actually heard she was going to run for president soon, so good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> good luck with that one. Speaking of hot though, man, um, you know, obviously there wasn't a whole lot for us to be expecting tonight with this match, but... I'm going to be honest, when the Divas match started up, sweet crap. When the Bellas walked down to the ring in that outfit, my mind just went straight 
Ron Simmons. There was only one oh, word that yeah. popped in my mind. Yeah. Damn. I was I was thinking slut, but yeah, I mean close enough, <laughs> I guess. I was thinking lucky us. Yeah, no shit. Holy shit. But but Dude, the best part of the, the Divas match was looking at the Bellas. I mean, other than that it was uh Every you time know, they come out and their theme song comes on, you can look, but you can't touch. Oh, I can touch. That may fucking, not be you. Fucking <laughs> epileptic seizure that fucking Eve does just drives me nuts. Oh, oh God. God. I, think, I think Crowley had the best tweet for that match in regards to Kelly Kelly. It, it's not word for word, but it's, it's plain simple. How do you fuck up the stink face? <laughs> yeah, it's real I simple. Mean, Ass to face. You know, you really can't fuck that up. Now, if you're Rikishi, you really can't fuck that up because your ass is so big that it's going to engulf that person's face. Well, I'd rather have Kelly Kelly stink face me ten times and fuck up every time so we have to reshoot than one Rikishi stink bomb, so yeah. I don't, I care less. I don't know. If the bitch has gas, I think I'd, I'd have to pass on that one, man. Well. It might look nice, her, but it might not smell I'd great. Rather, I'd rather her fart in my face than Rikishi. <laughs> well, I, you're not alone in that one, but I'd much rather not have you fart in my face. Let's put it that way. I can handle a board. I can handle a. Oh god! Uh, this it, is definitely wrestling news live. It is. Anything yeah, else, yeah, L-Train? You been eating pickles? <laughs> no, I think I'm good, man. Just glad to be seeing another uh, new year. Boy, I'm freaking exhausted after my new year and shit. Uh, maybe I'll go into a little more detail with that on uh, unplugged. But until then, glad to see, glad, glad to hear you guys again, and. Have a good night. All right, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. That's going to do it for the calls. I think we've got one email that I want to get to before we get out of here. uh, Read that bitch and let's go so I can take some pain pills and put some ice on my body. No shit. Hello, everybody. Sorry, I'm a little nervous. I've always really wanted to do this. I have received an email. Of course you have an email, you idiot. Just read it. That's more than he said all night. That is a... <laughs> yeah. Baby. Fucking Howard Dean. All right, uh, this one comes to us from DJ. Subject title, WTF. First off, Happy New Year, gentlemen. I thought about it, and this Raw was, uh, what the fuck is this shit, 2012? Good things, CM Punk saying I'm going to beat you like a bitch, our truth going crazy about little Jimmy and giving Miss a nice water bottle shot. Bad things, Jericho, 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 what the fuck, ran around the ring for like 10 minutes like a jackass. Talk, say something. Booking the end of CM Punk match, what the fuck? Ziggler was with the belt saying I won this shit? Crowd sucked, only yelled during Jericho moment. Bet they had a what-the-fuck-is-this-shirt doing most of the Raw. Is this going to be Raw for 2012? I'm going to stick to fucking pay-per-views. Thanks for the shows. Fuck you, Vince. Retire. Wow. Now, my question is, when Jericho got with Creative before all this, and they said, we're going to put these videos out and hype your return. Okay. What am I going to do on my return? What am I going to say? Nothing. What? Nothing. You're going to run around the ring like a chicken with your head cut off, screaming, yeah, like Howard Dean, and then you're going to run right back up the ramp, and that's going to be it. And he was okay with that? Jericho's a pretty creative guy. How did anybody that thought about this idea go, that's going to work? 
That's like some fat bitch in a shirt that doesn't fit looking at herself in the mirror going, damn, I look good in this. Then she walks outside and everybody pukes. Did yeah. nobody have the balls to say, this is going to suck? I know. I agree. It was bad. Any way you slice it, it was bad. Got one more email I want to get to real quick. This one comes to us from our good friend Acer, who wrote us a book, apparently. Acer. Hey, you guys. Uh, hey, yo. This is Acer here. I haven't written an email to you guys in a while. Do note, I did <clears throat> try to email you guys during the live tape Craptacular show, uh, but I accidentally sent it to the unplugged email. Uh, but anyways, I just want to take time to wish you, JJ, Trey, and the rest of the SNS host staff and SNS family, uh, the entire SNS family, and my fellow SNS family members that I consider them best friends, and they had a very safe, amazing, belated Merry Christmas, and I hope everyone had a good New Year. May 2012 bring you everything awesome and luck, including awesome. you, JJ, and Trey. Keep up the fantastic work that you guys do. I'm hoping for more nice rides with you both and many more SNS entertaining moments to come. Thanks for what you guys do. I enjoy it. Enjoying all the current SNS live shows like Wrestling News Live, Pro Wrestling Rewind, and Unplugged. And the podcast archives like Wrestling Hates You, Beyond the Bell, The Elite Force Podcast, and many, many more. Wrestling hated us tonight. Yeah, no shit. Keep up the excellent epic wrestling plus non-wrestling rants and discuss only what you feel is in your mind, too. They're truly great, that's for sure. Ooh, yeah, dig it. And as I quote The Miz, it's diddle, diddle, diddle. awesome. Plus... About the hate you guys may have received. Haters gonna hate. Screw those haters out there. I tell you, let those haters rot in their own pet basements. A very entertaining wild weekend night of fights. If you're a mixed martial arts fan, UFC 141 was very interesting to say the least. Had some nice preliminary and main card fights. Alistair Overeem won in huge fashion against Brock Lesnar. Brock retired. Donald Cerrone and Nate Diaz went to war. John Fitch got the hell knocked out. And many more exciting action. And the Dream New Year 2011 nine-hour event was something else, too. A fun, thrilling night to be a fight fan, indeed. WWE Raw was interesting, to say the least. Jericho's return was epic at first, but once he was on the broadcast, he was trolling the Memphis crowd all segment long, which is brutal and vicious, to say the least. Viewers are home while marking on at one point. But once they did their thing, they were like, what the hell happened? It went from intriguing to disappointing in a matter of seconds. Ouch. I bet the whole internet wrestling community was rioting on that segment. Damn unreal, I tell ya. That's all for now, and as always, keep in touch, gentlemen. Woo, 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 you know it, brothers, hell yeah. And thanks for the shout-out tonight, too, boys. It made my night. I appreciate it. Glad to be a part of it all. This is Ace of Aces signing off for now. Peace out, mofos, and to all a crazy night. Happy New Year. To you guys, have a jolly 2012 Acer. Well, there yeah, you go. I had my own fight card on New Year's Eve. So we here, so we here. Actually, it was New Year's. It was New Year's Day. It wasn't New Year's Eve. <clears throat> well, you know what? That's going to do it. It's going to do it. Uh, I do want to encourage people to check out the rest of the programming. Hopefully, Andy will be back this Wednesday to play with you all again for another episode of the Pro Wrestling Rewind. And, of course, I'll be back on Friday for a new episode of Unplugged, the first of the year. 
Maybe we can get Dre on there or something. Maybe this, yeah, we might try to get Dre this week or next week. Uh, Let's see what happens. Some things I want to talk about for sure on Unplugged, video game wise. Um, for shizzle. For shizzle. I want to tell everybody about this uh, SNS Royal Rumble we're going to be doing to coincide with the Royal Rumble later this month. And the Royal uh, WL Royal Rumble Roulette. Which we may actually start uh, taking entries next week. We may actually start that next week. May as well, may as well yeah. start early. You know, maybe, you know, like do what? We've got three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Starting next week, maybe we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do like ten spots. Ten, ten spots a week. Yeah, ten spots a week. We can do that. Yeah. That works. Uh, don't forget to listen to some of the archived podcasts here, like uh, obviously the Elite Force podcast with Walkie and Mindwipe and Chuck W. Beyond the Bell with Sean Beckerman. Why? Wrestling hates you. Well, it certainly hated us tonight. Yes, it did. So, and that is going to do it for this week on uh, on the network. So, stay tuned for that, guys. Hope you had hope you have fun with it. It's back to business for me. Back to business. Back to business. It's been all fun and games, kind of. Now I got to get back to work. Shit. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm the hardest motherfucking working man in show business today. I tell That's you. That's right. That's why you should vote. JJ Sex, a host of the year at the Wrestling Radio Awards. www.wrestlingradioawards.com. I'm telling you. Once yeah. an hour, you can do it. Make it happen, folks. Shawn Michaels, interview of the year. Wrestling News Live. Kevin Nash, media interview of the year. Let's do it. Got show of the year, host of the year, all that stuff. That's right. We definitely want show of the year. Yeah. But anyway, that being said, www.wrestlingradioawards.com. You can vote once an hour if you'd like. But show the power of the SNS family. And with that being said, have a good night. We are out of here. i got a special song for the night. It just really fits that we're closing out the show. So let's get over to JSK and, well, it's closing time. Good night, everybody. Good night. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, peace, 420, kiss my ass. Good night, white people. I'm out.
Paging one velvet sky, paging one velvet sky, please pick up your boat, cruise, and battered tray dog out the door. It's closing time, uh, last call for alcohol. Smoke them if you got them. Well, somebody stop Jericho from running around the parking lot of the gay bar with his fucking jacket on, please. Closing time. All the fags want to go home. Closing time. Time for you to go out to the places you will be from. I know who I want to take me home. wrestling and or entertainment companies and exclusive to the SNS Radio Network.